been on the good side and I've been on the dark side. I've sat on the jury and I've also been an outlaw. In the end, I had to do this for myself. Sometimes, you gotta take a leap of faith. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Welcome to Leap of Faith, the final Max Wrestling special event before Promomania. I am your captain. He is El Jefe, and we have an absolutely stacked show, which promises to be uh, some of the most unmissable promo action we have ever presented. Boy, you're telling me. And with the, Let's throw a crazy announcement in there while we're doing it. I'm going to go through the lovely card, but... I'm cashing in today. So let's hop on oh. into it. Predictions for this Sunday. We're going to go through them for AEW Revolution, featuring the final match for the man they call Sting. Mike Larkin takes on the Phoenix. And boy, oh my, I am dripping with anticipation. Me and Beer, we're taking it all the way, baby, as they say it back here on the US of A side. It's, going, it's, it's, it's the Beer and Mo against Cap and Cypher for the tag titles. And boy, oh my, Silverware is coming this way. Travis. I thought I'm so Silverware. Travis, maybe not walking when I'm done with him. Anderson is going to be defending the television title against my guy, Chris Reed. And regardless of what goes down, that's where I'm cashing in. I'm not going for the big dog shot. I'm going for my belt, going back for my title, the television title. But I'm not overstepping it as well. We have to continue because we have to finish with the most unmissable main event in Max Wrestling history so far. Cypher defending the world championship against the man they call the Kingpin. The doctor is back in the house. But make sure you're subscribed right here on YouTube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you get your podcast. And head on over to the beautifully done website, MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com for all your information and links. Call Travis Anderson. Hey, just like that. Just like that. Dude, dude you've got to cash in. Um, as you can see, we are also joined by, of course, Beer, who is teaming with Moses for the tag team titles, hey. and, of course, the world, and one half of the tag team champions with me, champion Cypher. Respect the champs. This is my man, uh, Beer. What's up, Beer? What's happening, fam? Appreciate y'all for coming on, by the way. It's early as dog, guys. Not for Beer, though. Hey, I'm happy to be here. I'm ready. I'm excited. This is going to be the best one yet. And it's hey. Hitman Beer this week. Yeah, baby. These were given to me personally by Seth Rollins, so... Hey. Really? <laughs> no. Freaking! <laughs> I'd have been bragging about it. Be coming here with a fur coat. This was given to me by Seth Rollins, too. <laughs> and it was given to him by his wife. Yep. So... To start yep. the show, uh, no hot topics this week. We're going to kick it off, first of all, by paying our respects to the late, great Ollie Anderson and Virgil. Um, both passed away within 24 hours. It's been a rough week. Um, but we're also going to kick it off by celebrating the career of the man called Sting. So, what do you want to talk about? Uh, so, it, I think it's finally sinking in that we're about to see Sting's last match. Um, this whole build-up with the Bucks, I don't think it's really sunk in with me that sh- shit. Uh, this is the end of Sting. Uh, obviously, with uh, WWE, it came to a sudden 
finish after his injury. We didn't think we were going to see him wrestle again, but I saw it perfectly described in AEW as his old man Logan run. Perfect. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Uh, and he's killed it. Absolutely um, killed it. Absolutely killed it. He he hasn't done too much. He hasn't really overshadowed anybody. He's done more than we thought he would. Leaping off balconies and shit. Oh, yeah. Crazy <laughs> bastard. <laughs> um, like most seasoned veteran wrestlers who overstay their welcome and wrestle way beyond their years, um, they, they slow down a little bit. But Sting has just... I don't think he's done anything to tarnish his legacy. He's just... Added to it, which is great. No, you're 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 a thousand percent going all the way back from early NW or late NWA, early W, all the way through WCW to his whatever you want to call TNA run, the the great TNA run, if you will, from you know him just being Sting to to Joker Sting to anything and everything in between to. Oh my God, he gets to go to Mania. We all excited Mania shit, Mania match, whatever injury. We we feared it. It happened. We came to the realization he wasn't going to wrestle again, and we got what three, four years, almost four years of wrestling out of him. Um, yeah. yeah. When did he? Was it twenty twenty one? I think it might have been the back end of twenty twenty or two thousand twenty. Oh yeah, winter is coming. Yeah, yeah. So, winter's coming. Yeah, it must have been twenty twenty because it was uh, at Daly's place, wasn't it? So just yeah. about four years. But within that time, as you stated perfectly, he has not overshadowed anybody. And that whole entire time, Darby had never been the other guy. You know what I mean? Darby was always Darby and Sting was Sting. Mm. They just won tag titles. It's a little bittersweet that they're more than likely going to lose him at the pay-per-view. And it's okay. It's okay. But it's a. it was a great moment for Sting. You know what I mean? It, it got him a little bit in the record books for AEW. So he's going to be there forever, which is huge. Yeah, you know, that's that's what we said. Uh, that's what we said a few weeks ago. Like he's never won anything in AEW, so even if it's just a tag team titles with Darby for a couple of weeks, just to say he's in the record books, that's cool. Yep, good enough. Um, he was never going to go on a big world title run because that's not him anymore. He's not there to, like we said, overshadow anybody. Um, he was basically there to lift up Darby Allen, and I think he's definitely done that. Oh, even elevated. So wow. Even then, he hasn't always been in Darby's corner. He's letting him have the spotlight by himself a lot of the time. This is true. This is true. Um, I mean, it's worked worked perfectly, this guy. You mentioned Joker Sting. I loved that one week that they brought it back in AEW because I think Joker Sting, some people didn't like it, but I think the majority of TNA fans loved it. Um, (laughs) It it was just crazy. We we loved Joker Sting. I know me and Beer did. Oh, it was great. It was like with Joker Sting, because obviously TNA at that time, that was red hot. I'll give, because it was like our getaway place in WWE because of how shit it was at the time. TNA was like literally an escape route at that time. Yeah. Um, and they, he had a great feud with Bobby Roode, too, which I still maintain is one of Bobby Roode's. Not actually, it is the best run for Bobby Roode in 2012 when he was uh, the world champion for like, what, seven months as a heel? Yeah. Seven or eight. Yeah, um, and like I said, I haven't seen Dynamite last night, but I've seen a couple of bits, a couple of pictures, a couple of videos. I saw Sting did his classic descent from the rafters one last time. Oh, yeah, I popped. <laughs> the yeah, kid me went bananas. 
we talk about him doing crazy shit like jumping off balconies at his age. He's he's still doing the descent from the rafters at his age. Oh, trust right. me, it was it was it was crazy safe. Uh, he came down like like an elevator slow, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, thank God. <laughs> but still, it was the the way the Bucks sold it. It was like, oh shit, what do we do? What do we do? They freaked out just like everybody did in WCW. The second Sting would hit the ring, oh my god, oh my god, and they do the whole backing off thing. Yeah. So. Great. Not like WCW when he would like it was like he was dropping from the gallows. Just, oh shit! Yeah, he like, he would come down <laughs> fucking fast, like 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 the drop zone, like what? just straight like like three seconds. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that one when he jumped down on the NWO and he couldn't get the harness off, so he just started beating everybody up while still attached? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, the one in uh, Ruddy's Rumble, Max Rasslin's favorite movie, uh, when he did the zip line onto the top of the cage, that was great too. Uh, see, I was expecting that. I had seen somebody. I was like, "Oh crap, he's gonna do a zip line. He's gonna be fucking reminiscing the Royal Rumble, <laughs> Ready Rumble." But no, he did the he did the descent from the rafters. It was great. It's. I kind of hope maybe him and Darby do that as their entrance. Oh, that'd be cool. Come the pay per view, I think that'd be sick. They could also do it in sync if Sting just does a zipline and Darby comes down on a skateboard. Oh, that'd be even more badass. <laughs> and then somebody, whoever's on the hard cam, just get a parallel shot. It can't be uh, that hard. No, it can't be that hard. They got a new producer, right? Yeah. yeah. And they got time to practice it. Come on. Yeah. Um. Hell, hit a skateboard trick while you're at it, man. Dude, do a 360 on the board. Yeah, fucking do a kickflip. <laughs> yeah. Tony Hawk pro skater in that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that Bobo game was sick, by the way. Oh, yes, it was. I spent endless hours just uh, doing repeated kickflips on Tony Hawk. Heard that. Um, I think one of my favorites. Still trying to hunt for that. I think two was my favorite. Which one had the foundry? I think it was oh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 or 3. Yeah, I love 2. Um, see what he did to his Derby? Uh, for right? me, like I, I, I um, was never a huge WCW fan because obviously I came into wrestling during the boom period of the Attitude Era, so I was all WWE. Um, but I knew who Sting was, obviously, because he was larger than life. Um, oh, yeah. So most of my experience of Sting, like I've seen clips from WCW and stuff, but most of my experience comes from when he debuted in TNA uh, in 2004, and I think he came back in 06. He was part of the main mafia, wasn't he, when he was fighting against Aces and Nates? Yep, part of main event mafia. Aces and Nates also was underappreciated. Yes, the reveals sucked, but... <laughs> Oh, it, it was it was a good feud. I liked it. The two reveals when we were in Manchester, weren't it? When we went to see it. In, yeah, uh... the two worst ones. Oh, they were. <laughs> the also, worst. the two most obvious ones. Like Wes Briscoe was the most obvious because you could see his fucking hair from under the mask. So when he wasn't in the mask, he tried to put it in a man bun. It was like we've seen you with long hair. You're also on the freaking poster for Turning Point. We did give away, fam. So we we talk about the Undertaker always being able to reinvent himself, but I think Sting needs more credit for doing that too because he's Mm -hmm. been able to reinvent himself so many times and stay relevant for what forty years. Yep. Right. 
Staff and Serpent, then Crow, Joker, and obviously Sting that we got now. It's, oh, it's like, yeah. The amount of times he's reinvented himself, props I'm gonna, to him. I'm going to say Crow Sting looks more like the Crow than fucking Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that shit is, but that's a different story. And I hate to say it, but one match, I'm, unfortunately, we will never get to see is Sting I know what he was going to say. Sting versus Undertaker, know, yeah. yeah. Uh, such a shame that we never got that match. That, that was just, that was a killer. To never, ever see a match with just two Colossuses. And can we just admit as well, when Sting lost at WrestleMania to Triple H, that was the wrong decision. That was bullshit. Oh, yeah. that, that was one of many matches that Triple H shouldn't have won. No. And oh, I love Triple H. We, we could do a whole show on matches Triple H shouldn't have won. <laughs> I love Triple H. But he won more matches than he should have. I have no idea what happened there. There was a glitch in the making. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we covered what you were going to say. Sting versus Taker never happened. Um, and unfortunately, when it when it came close to happening, it was too late. Yeah. It would have been a it would have been an Undertaker Goldberg sort of match. And believe me, that was terrible. Yeah, and I think more of that would have been on Taker because he started slowing down, and like we've just been saying, Sting is still pretty much. Uh, can still go. Still go, yeah. Sting still. How old Sting now? Late uh, is he 60 uh, something? I'm sure he's like 62. Still go like that. It's quite extraordinary. Still... Well, I mean, you know, hey, to 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 be the the devil's advocate, or not devil's advocate, to, to be the guy behind the curtain. He did wrestle with padding at times, you know what I mean? But hey, that's fucking smart as shit, okay? Yeah. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn, okay? You can still go out there and perform. I don't care if you're wearing a fucking pad. Like, it wasn't that super noticeable. I mean, everybody that follows fucking any kind of fucking uh, skateboard, you know, fucking Bob Bernquist would wear the same thing, which I'm sure that's he got the idea from Darby or whatever. And yeah. it worked out fucking great. I mean, I, I'm not saying Taker needs to fucking put one on and come back or whatever, but I'm just. He did rock the singlet a couple of times, too. He did. You're absolutely um, right on that one. Sixty-four thing is, Jesus. He'll he'll be sixty-five next month. Damn. I'm, that's that's why he's retiring. Mm. He's got to get social security. He might yeah. get all the early bird specials at IHOP now. That's right, mm. boy. Yeah, he has done everything. The only thing he didn't do was win a match at WrestleMania, and like we said, that was bullshit. That was. Terrible. Um, should have had a match against that guy, and should have maybe maybe he should have won that match. Maybe Sting should have ended the streak. That's uh, something that never really gets talked about. Hey, that could have been great. That would have been great. So uh, yeah, we'll be predicting Revolution in a little bit, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be the main events. Um, and we see Sting go out on his terms finally. So before we take a look at this week in wrestling history, let's have our first match of the night. Uh, February 29th on a new battleground called Leap of Faith. And yet, 
Here I am. I'm playing Hitman right now. I just had a couple of minutes in between loading screens. And now I'm sure some of you are still wondering just why I decided to challenge the guy whose birth certificate is just an apology letter from the condom factory, Lester Crest. Oh no, no, wait, look. I'm s my bad, my bad. I mean, my clocking. You see, it's very simple when you think about it. It's three reasons. One, like I said, we've never faced each other in promo battle before. Two, I needed something to do on my way to Promo Mania where I will regain my knowledge title from Teddy P. And three, it's because it's almost heartbreaking to see what Mike Larkin has become. Tell me to explain. See, for those who don't know, a few years ago, me and Larkin were seemingly at a war where I was chasing him for the better part of two years just to claim my first knowledge title. However, around that time, Mike, Mike had just started transitioning over into the promo side of things. Even holding both the knowledge and the promo championships at the same time. It just so happened to be a shame that both reigns ended on the same day. But nonetheless, it's still a feat that's amazing to accomplish. Even if it doesn't match up to me walking out of Promo Rumble a couple of years ago as a TV knowledge and world champion. Anyway, as I was saying, you had it all, but what happened? Look at where you are now. Scraping the bottom of the barrel because you simply can't just let any of this go. And refuse to accept the fact that nobody wants to work with you. On the off chance that somebody does challenge you, we all know you're going to send it down to those little ladies of yours down in that dollar store porn style version of UFC just so they can boost up the view count and give you at least something to brag about. I'll I, I tell you what, let me ask you a question something Mikey, alright? Just bear with me. Now I'm sure you recognize these from the cinematics that we've done in the past but just let me ask you something real quick. You ever won that one? Correct me if I'm wrong but the answer is no. Because the one time you decided to challenge for it, I was a champion. And who won that match, Mikey boy? I did. I won't ask about the other one, because we all know you still hold the record for the longest reign as Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion. At 628 days, I believe. But who's the one that ended that reign? I did. And that was without secretly googling the answers. So I ask again. What happened? It can't just be your losses to me, could it? You went from being the guy to beat at the very top. To being just a little boy. That plays a sympathy card behind his computer. Going, hey, does anyone know where I might find a personality? Mike, let me make something perfectly clear to you. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again till I'm blue in the face. I respect you. But in the same breath, in many ways, I pity you. And you need to realize that this is my house now. I'm in God mode now, boy. And you can't touch me. But you will acknowledge me. Hello, Phoenix. You and I are destined to do this forever, aren't we? First off, if we are going to do this and you actually want to cut an articulate and coherent promo, how about you get the bag of dicks out of your mouth first, okay? You see, for the past four years, you've been competing at the high school level against all of these dopes. Well, congratulations. You just hit the college level and now you're aiming for your master's. And just like Pac said, I ain't mad at you. Keep your head up. No, actually, how about you keep your head down because this master is telling you to sit down, shut up, and obey because class is in session. You see, there's a major difference between you and I, Phoenix. You need the Dragon Club. You need the Chess Club. You need the Book Club. Hell, you could head back to the clubhouse with the No Girls Allowed sign because you're afraid to catch the cooties. You can't stand on your own two feet. You know, you like to rattle off your accomplishments. Knowledge champion, promo champion, Iron Bank contract holder. Well, you know what the greatest accomplishment I ever had is? I've had the balls enough to be myself. And trust me, I've done a lot of cool shit over the years. LFC, which has become an unoriginal trope for you all to make fun of me, which, let's be honest with ourselves here, half the Max Wrestling roster, no woman would either look at him or touch him. I like to talk about how I fake amnesia. Trust me, brother, with what I've been through, ain't nothing fake about it. And amnesia, huh? Why would I want to forget when I can create? Create more moments, create more memories, create a legacy, create a lineage, when you can't even create a good promo. You lack passion, you lack charisma. You claim to give 100%. Well, I give 120%, and that right there separates the men from the boys. And that's what I'm looking at right here. A boy. Mike Larkin is a gift. Craig Phoenix is a curse. Which is very apropos because you look like a student who attended Hogwarts. And trust me, there's no wizardry or magic that would make you a good promo cutter. I am the truth in a world of lies. And Phoenix, you are lying to yourself. You like to call yourself the demon of the Welsh Valleys with your Finn Balor cosplaying ass. You're not a demon. You're just another casualty at my feet. You were just someone for me to chew up and spit out. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it through your inadequacies. I can see it through your insecurities. You're nervous. You're trepidatious. You're scared. You're pissing your pants. You're shitting your pants. Because you know, deep down, you don't want to fuck with me. I'm your biggest challenge. I'm your greatest challenge. And this shit's chess. It ain't checkers. And I'm about to put you in checkmate. This ain't a promo exhibition. This is a pit stop. Because I got better things to do. I got better people to see. And I'm on to bigger and better things. And I am done with the likes of you. Dreams and aspirations change. People teach. People are taught. And you can't teach talent. You can't deny the undeniable. You can't replace the irreplaceable. And you can't cut down. You can't put down. 
and you can't shut down the machine. And I am the podcast machine. And as always, it's my pleasure. But most importantly, it's your honor. Class dismissed. I'm going to be honest, it was almost rescheduled. But Mike came in last minute last night with his promo. So they have done battle dozens of times in trivia. But for the first time in promo competition, it is Mike Larkin versus the Phoenix. All right, history this week kicks off with February 23rd, 2003. At the Bell Center in Montreal, WWE presented No Way Out, which featured some good and some bad. Great opening match between Chris Jericho and Jeff Hardy, The Undertaker versus Big Show, and a three-on-two handicap match as Team Angle faced two invisible men by the names of Brock Lesnar and Chris Benoit. Then things got ugly. We never expected a great match out of Eric Bischoff and Stone Cold Steve Austin, but you can of course excuse it for being Austin's big return since he infamously walked out in May 2002. Of course the storyline was Eric Bischoff's job was on the line if he couldn't re-sign Stone Cold. And of course, out comes the rattlesnake. Um, no excuse for the final two matches though. Two rematches that we never asked for. Following a lackluster match at the Royal Rumble, we were treated to another Triple H versus Scott Steiner, which Triple H won again, retaining the World Championship. And in the main event, a rematch that didn't need to happen and was never going to recapture the magic of the first one as Hollywood Rock took on Hulk Hogan. And it was another Montreal screw job as Rock went 2-0 thanks to a blackout orchestrated by Vince McMahon. February 23rd, 2014, same day, different year. An absolute classic at Elimination Chamber as the Wyatt family and the Shield put on a five-star banger which gained a holy shit chance before the bell even rang. Uh, the show also featured only one Elimination Chamber match, which was won by Randy Orton, uh, retaining the WWE Championship. Moving on to February 25th, 2001, another No Way Out featuring a four-way match for Chris Jericho's Intercontinental Championship as he defended against Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero and X-Pac. Stephanie McMahon defeated her daddy's mistress, Trish Stratus. The end of the feud between Austin and Triple H with a three stages of hell match and to this day I am still baffled why Triple H won. For one thing, this whole feud was Austin's revenge for Triple H arranging to, for him to be run over by Rikishi in, in 1999. And for another, Austin was on his way to challenge him for the WWE title at WrestleMania after winning the Royal Rumble. So. How on earth did it make sense for Triple H to win? Anyway, in the main event, The Rock defeated Kurt Angle to win the WWE Championship, which of course set up Austin vs. Rock at the classic WrestleMania X7. The best WrestleMania ever. And let's end it with Russ with uh, February 27th, 2000. Another No Way Out. Kurt Angle won the Intercontinental title from Chris Jericho in the opening match. Kane looked for vengeance against X-Pac and Tori after they stamped him in the back. No, not that Tori. Um, Tori even took a tombstone, but X-Pac got the win in a no-holds-barred match. 
Uh, after The Rock was exposed to touching the floor despite winning the 2000 Royal Rumble, he was forced to put his WrestleMania spot on the line against Big Show. And although Big Show won, they both ended up going to WrestleMania anyway. But the event is best remembered as the last match of Cactus Jack, and even though he came back for WrestleMania and has wrestled since, this was uh, Mick Foley's retirement as a full-time WWE wrestler, uh, as he lost a brutal Hell in a Cell match to Triple H, including almost a recreation of his um, one of his bumps against The Undertaker in that Hell in a Cell match, where he went through the cell and this time went through the ring. So, uh, a classic farewell to Cactus Jack. And that is all your history this week. All right, let's put some gold on the line. Uh, yes, he beat me for the title. Yes, it still hurts. Yes, I'm still salty. And yes, Moses said it's his belt, but it's really still mine. At the end of the day, he is Dragon Club. Travis Anderson is about to defend the television championship for the first time in his second reign. And his opponent is the MDO mercenary that I beat twice. Chris Wood. And unlike previous TV rules matches, this one is in person, face to face. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Max World Champion Cypher here, and it is now time for the Max Wrestling Television Champion Match. In this corner, we have the defending reigning champion, Travis Anderson. And in this corner, representing the MDO, Chris the Mercenary Reed. All right, guys, y'all know the deal. This is under TV rules. Five minutes or more. And since the champion decided to go first, he speaks. Well, well actually, I did want to go first. But that was before I saw his little promo last week. And it seems like he has quite a bit to say. And since I'm this new person and I'm not this asshole I used to be, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to give you a chance right here, right now, to impress me. I am the best that has ever done these promos. I have beat every single person in Max Wrestling. The last champion, the one you faced multiple times, I beat. So, impress me. If you can impress me, I won't even compete, and I will give it to you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, changing stipulations. So, Mr. Reed, the challenger, will go first. Whenever you're ready, Mr. Reed. You know, Travis Anderson, 
You have to be one real dumb some bitch to challenge me. But let's not start off that way. Because you see, you are right. You are the best of the best. That's why I said last week that you are perhaps going to be the biggest war that I am walking into. Because you have done it all. You've been promo champion, knowledge champion, world champion. You've been group MVP since August of 2021 and still are today. And just like before, here you are once again as the television champion. And when I've heard that you came back to Christmas Clash, I realized that this is not the same Anderson who has left Max Wrestling. No, this Anderson is different. And I can tell... Because, still, given your history, you have went up against the best. Beaten the best when you fought the best. Britney Savage, Dazzy Lee, Chad Malcolm, basically every member of the Dragon Club and the jury for that matter. You even went up against Moses Marquez, Ted P. De Niro. Hell, you even went up against your pal Cypher. And you went up against Mike Lorkin, who's basically the Ryback of Max Wrestling. But this is not about them. This is about me, you, and that championship. That's what it's all about. And when I heard that you came back to Christmas Clash, I'm not going to lie to you, Travis. I was excited. I was excited to see you come back and do your thing. You even went as far as challenging the captain, if you will, of the Dragon Club, Dazzy Lee, for that championship. And you did the one thing that nobody has ever done at Promo Rumble. You had not only defeated him for that championship, ending his 300-plus day reign as world television champion, but you've also beaten his ass so badly to the point where you sent him to therapy. Which makes me ask myself this question. Wouldn't that make you the captain of the Dragon Club instead of Daz, who's now the bitch? <laughs> oh, looks like I struck a nerve now, didn't I? And you see, that's what I can't stand about you, is that you're the one who challenged him for that championship. You're the one who defeated him for that title. That shouldn't have been you. That should have been me. I should have been the one to challenge him for that championship. I should have been the one to take that away from him. I should have been the one to beat his ass so badly to the point that he went to fucking therapy. And I would have made him my bitch in a heartbeat. But you see... When I found out that you was looking for a challenger, you knew that I was going to take it. You knew that I was going to take it. Why? Because just like Daz and everybody else, you know that I want that title. I don't want that title anymore. I need that championship even more. And you raised that championship high over your head, free boy. Because let me tell you something. When everybody knows how serious I am about that championship, and I beat your ass for that title, I hope I beat your... I hope I beat your ass so badly to the point where you will never come back to Max Wrestling for good. And by the time your kid sees this and they see me holding that championship way up high over my head, they're going to be the ones looking at me and say, look, daddy's back. Whoa, 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 gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Gotta get things under control here. Alright. Challenge of Chris Wait. Reed.
You son of a bitch, you wanna mention my goddamn kids? You wanna mention my fucking kids? And you wanna play daddy with my fucking kids? Now see, this is where you've screwed yourself up, Chris. You mention my family. That causes you a fucking disqualification. And as long as I am champion, you will never hold this. Well, uh, that's pretty conclusive, uh, pretty decisive. Still your television champion. And keeping it in Dragon Club is Travis Anderson. It's not, that, that wasn't even a part of the rules. You can choke people out in your rules. That's, that, that, that's the game. Man. I'm choking everybody out. Hey, I man, mean, I wasn't, I wasn't going to break that up, dude. That was a personal vendetta. And no, I wasn't going to break that up. Like Travis did say, Chris broke the rules. You don't mention the opponent's family. And he did. I don't mean you choke a man. <laughs> I think he's still there. Yeah, I think Chris is still sleeping. <laughs> Phoenix might catch up to this before Chris does. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> Good God. Um, there's, there's just well, uh, speaking of breaking the rules, you said you were going to cash in, and I still haven't got hold of Travis. So That's not my problem. How... Oh, shit. Sounds like a not my problem thing. So I'm waiting for you to hit the timer so I can set my record so I can grab this fucking thing off the wall right here and go for the three time television title. All right. Uh, I'm going to keep trying to get a hold of Travis, but we'll start the timer right now. Good luck. See the little Max phone right there. Okay. We know the rules for TV rules. Uh, longest promo yeah. wins. But if you go three minutes more than your opponents, you are disqualified. But obviously. Moses is going first, so it's your job to set the time. I'll do what I want. All right. Pick up the mic now. Okay, so first and foremost, the mercenary was the weakest mercenary. I don't know what that was. He was a chef. Somebody picked him up off the fucking auto zone and decided to make him cook and somehow told him how to use a blade or whatever. The guy thought he knew what he was doing. He knew how to fight. He lost. He got fucking choked out by a guy that can't walk. All right, well, the guy with big old buck teeth on him. All right, a country redneck. None of the, this title, this lovely thing right here. Yes, I keep a championship up here. This is my representation that stays up there to remind me that I am a two-time, two-time Max Wrestling Television Champion. And nobody will surpass that, not yet at least. At least not to my reigns, my long reigns, my whole gimmick behind it. So with all that being said, me rambling on right here, Chris, you are fired. You could stay over there on your North Carolina side. If I see you on the West Coast, it is ball game. You understand me? It is ball game. And speaking of motherfuckers on the West Coast, Travis Anderson, I don't know how to walk. I can walk. I'm not the walker. Tell me about walking. I'm a cripple, your bitch ass. What I could do is what I should do. The reality is, bro, you talk about you're the guy that set up the MDO. No, you came to me with an idea and you said you needed somebody to run the game. You said you needed somebody cutthroat, somebody to do the deed. And I did the deeds. I set it up to make me Max Wrestling World Champion. And it was for the right goddamn reasons do you understand for the right goddamn reasons i was the best and still the best former if i have to play it right now with the current champ right there the former max heavyweight champ all right keep that right there so with that being said partner i'm gonna take mine 
shine it up real nice, ship it all back over so I can hang two up on this bitch, all right? And you can stay your country ass over there. Good luck doing whatever the hell you want to do at Promo Mania, just sitting there in a the goddamn corner. Well, me and the television title are just going to host the motherfucking shit. We're going to host the bitch, and we're going to be there looking dressed to the nines, looking styling and profound. There it is. There we go. Let me take this down right here. He ain't here. That's a forfeit, ladies and gentlemen. That is a forfeit. That means he quits. He's a quitter. He's a loser. He's Nathan. Nothing. Nada. Nada. He's what these guys are, and even though I love him, he's trophyless. Uh, I actually just got word. Apparently, Travis anticipated this, and he has sent a promo in. Son of a bitch. Moses, I just knew you were going to cash in today. I knew you were going to cash in that iron bank. Whether it was going to be me or Chris, I already knew because I know the type of man you are. Chris, I hope you see very clearly the type of person that you are working with now. I hope that you will run as far away from Moses as far as you can. Quite frankly, at this point, after what you said about my kids and what you said to my face, I hope you just run far away from Max Wrestling. You better hope I don't catch your ass anytime soon around here. But back to you, Moses. You tried screwing Chris. You tried screwing me. But that's the problem. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I'm not going to allow you to screw me and take another championship from me. Not after what you did to me last year. And I hope by now you have the balls to admit what you have done. Now, Moses... There's another reason why I knew you were going to do this today. And it's a secret. A secret that I'm not going to spill all at once right now. Over the past year, Moses, you have made a lot of questionable judgments and you've made a lot of questionable choices. It makes me wonder, are you Hefe? Are you really the leader of the MDO? The answer to that is no, you are not. And no, I am not either. I am far done with the MDO. I am proud to be in Dragon Club. But I have learned that you, Moses, you 
have a boss. You have been sitting there for over a year taking orders from someone else. Now, who exactly that person is? I'm not sure who it is. But I know for a fact that you being the type of person you are and being the only person around here to ever take the mask off of Anand Mascaras, you cannot tell me that you would not expose him. You've been sitting here for months knowing the true identity of who he is. And you haven't said a word? Week after week almost, Dazzy asks you, why don't you say anything? And you go, oh. Because you don't want to admit the truth. You don't want to admit that you have been ordered to stay silent. Let me ask, was it you or this other person that sent Ted to screw me and Phoenix in the World Championship match last year at Promo Rumble? Was it you or this other person that wanted to destroy Corey? Was it you or this other person that made you decide to try to take this off of me today? I have far more evidence proving that someone else is above you. I have evidence proving that you are nothing but someone else's bitch. So are you going to stick around here, Moses, and continue being someone's bitch? Or are you going to finally Grow a pair of fucking balls. Quit being the top 9%. And stand up for yourself. Be a man. And fight like a man. What are you going to do, Moses? Are you going to stay hiding behind this person? Or are you going to expose them? Are you going to expose Anon Mascaras? Because I'm sitting here having to... Fight you and fuck you, Moses. I know I'm going to beat you today, too. I told y'all that I was going to be the one to drive the nail into the coffin of the MDO. And I'm going to take you out in one fucking day. But I know the story is not over. I know someone else is in charge. And as beer won't rest Till he knows who Anon is, I will not rest until I know who your boss is. I'll handle these accusations of beer thinking I'm Anon. Even though you could open your mouth right now and tell him that it's not me. But it's fine, I know you won't. And I'll deal with beer at Promo Mania. I'll continue to ch defend this championship. I'll defend it against Chad at Promo Mania too. But I'm sorry your little 
plan didn't work today. You took a leap of faith. I'm proud of you. But once again, you're going up against me. And you already know that math always equals to me on top. Tell your boss I'm coming for him. Um, all right. That is a massive difference, but Travis also asked me to uh, negotiate this. Well, not negotiate, but discuss this with the lawyer due to him not actually being here and having an unexpected cash-in. So we will make a decision on the TV title next week. But um, I'm sure people almost forgot you had the Iron Bank. I almost forgot I had the Iron Bank. <laughs> I had to be reminded that I had the Iron Bank. And I was like, oh, why? I got a why? And... It's my belt. I want it back. I have a fucking grudge with this son of a bitch. My this belt fucking too. this North Carolina bastard. And <laughs> I, as far as I'm concerned, okay, it's a forfeit. And the fact that guess what? He fucking went over. That's a fucking DQ. That's two, baby. That's two. So you know what that means? Me, Jack. And I don't give a shit about your lawyer and your bullshit. And the fact the guy's on, you're already on, you're already on goddamn side anyway. Call Chad Malcolm. See what I mean? You see what I mean? Um, all right, let's go to a break. Like Spurs around here. Let's go to a break and reset. Show my score! My old friend, happy leap day. It has come to my attention that you have pointed your finger in a certain direction. You believe me to be Travis Anderson. Well, I should give you the opportunity to find out. On behalf of Travis Anderson, I invite you to face him at promo mania and if he is me and you are correct in your assumption i promise i will unmask so have you deduced this conundrum or are you playing a dangerous game either way i will see you at promo mania or will I? Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. This is your captain. He is LFA. He is Beer, and he is Cipher. 
Make sure you are liking and subscribed on YouTube. Follow us everywhere. And for all the information you need, go to maxrustingnet.weebly.com. So much bullshit. But also, still to come, an epic showdown of the ages. Cypher defends the world title against the Doctor, the Kingpin, plus AEW Revolution predictions. But before all that, we got another title on the line. Another set of titles if you want to get fancy with it. We're switching gears into trivia. It's time for the Cap and Cypher to defend them belts against me and Beer. And guess what? We win in this one. I don't give a shit. What the fuck y'all say? Alright. Uh, so we're going best of seven and since everybody is here live for the first time for a tag team title match uh, we'll just do all questions at once. One, one each. Uh, we'll go back and forth until we have a majority score. Uh, but of course, if the score is tied at the end of all seven questions each, titles don't change hands. Just promise me, don't do a Tottenham. <laughs> don't change. <laughs> hey. oh, I'm asking the questions here, fam. Let's see if all this homework pays off. <laughs> all right, let's go challenges first. And so, Beer and Mo, I have your first question. Lights, music. Mm. Alright, that's trivia takeover Alright then, first question is And of course you can confer How many NXT champions Have also held the Ring of Honor World title mm. I've already got two I got one Joe and Rollins So that's two Joe is who I've definitely got and Seth Rollins. Yeah, go on. Let go. That's two. Hold Just on. Two? Who else? There's got to be. Da, 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 da. There's one more somewhere. Karrion Cross. No. No. Not Cross. Uh, not Nakamura. I'm uh, to... Oh no, hey. Bobby Roode. No, not Bobby Roode. That got mixed with TNA for a second. Um, I'm just trying to think of all. Oh, of them. fucking Adam Cole. Bye bye. Hey, babe, don't forget that part. Hey, hey. <laughs> Can't forget, baby. Confirm or deny, did fucking Kyle win it or no? The uh, ROH title? No, NXT. Kyle uh, no, I don't think so. No, Kyle, Kyle never won it. Oh, did Keith <laughs> Lee win the ROH? Ring of Honor? No. Oh, that's <clears> that. He <throat> never won Ring of Honor, no. Oh, safe stuff. <clears throat> All right, so you're going with three? We'll go with three. three. can't. Thinking nobody. I'm really trying to think here. Yeah, let's go with three. All right. So Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, and Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. All of them did win both titles, but there was one more that you missed. I fucking knew it. Kevin, formerly known as Steve. Oh, that's fuck. Oh my god. Of course, I'd missed the one most obvious guy ever. (laughs) That had the best ROH fucking title run I saw. God damn it. Um, did all four undisputed era guys win the ROH title? Cole, Roddy, yeah. Strong. Like no, uh, just not. Bobby oh, Bob Fish. the Fish didn't. Bob the Fish didn't win it. <laughs> Bob the Fish was his, his peak was TV belts. <laughs> Bob the Fish. That was nothing. Bobby Fish. Bob the Fish. Oh my God! All right, let's get the first question for the champions. Oh, let's run it. All right, uh, off to a good start. Here we go. I love this one. This is always a good one that I love. Who is the father of the hand that May Young birthed? Mark Henry. <laughs> That's good shit. Mark Henry. 
If it's not just for a good fucking like cackle, it's always a good question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, I broke here. It's Mark Henry. So PTSD from you guys are one hundred percent correct, but it's just he's he's just fucking lost it, and that's the reaction I want. And anybody under twenty right now? What the fuck? That's <laughs> right over their heads. Oh my Chad, <laughs> Chad, look it up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, it is one nil. Question two. Who did Steve Austin first win the WWE Tag Team Championships with? John Michaels. The Bret Hart. Straight, no straight in there. Yeah, I was just going to say, I literally was going down the fucking <laughs> lane, and yeah, that was top of the list, Shawn Michaels. I, wa- I was going to, I'm not going to be real, I thought I was going to say Mankind for a minute, but no. Uh, he, team with Shawn Michaels, defeated Owen Hart and the British Bulldog in 1997. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was Shawn Michaels. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was Shawn, Dude Love, or Taker. I knew it wasn't See? Brian Pullman because that was WCW. It was, it was Shawn, and then Dude Love took the belt because Shawn got injured. That's the okay. I, oh I yeah, that wrong. was a debut, Dude Love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. You need a partner, baby. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it is the man one me campaign. <laughs> I love Mac, Mexico. All right, let's let's get a fun one in here. Oh, here we go. This is a classic. Uh, can name all four or all five members of Latino World Order? Oh, currently? the original back in oh, the original. Oh shit. Um, Ray. The OG. Well, we got Ray. Uh, psychosis. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Want to say super crazy, or is that just Mexicals? Not Mexicals. You know what I mean? Ah. Uh, Damn. Psychosis. Actually, I think you're right on the Mexicals part. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you had right. me thinking. Think WCW Luchadors, Corey. Five members? Um. You're gonna fucking regret this, probably. See, I'm trying to think because I'm like, damn, dude, I should have paid attention more to the Luchadors. Was it super crazy? I think it was super crazy, honestly. All right, let's go super crazy. So, Ray, psychosis, super crazy. Um... And I'm terrible at Spanish, but I know it was one start with an M. I can't just I can't think of his name, but one started with an M. Damn. Mm-hmm. This is what I get for the NXT question. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Karma. Um I really can't think of any more luchadors. One started with an M, but I can't think of it. Like I don't want to butcher it either. Uh, what about La Parker? And I think I think it was Mask, something Mascaras or something. As far as I can remember, something Mascaras. <laughs> I think you're. I think you. I think you're thinking of Mill Mascaras. Don't worry, I know. Yeah, yeah. Wait. yeah. 
after Mil Mascaris's time. I'm getting to you, lad. Don't you worry. Pio's getting triggered. (laughs) Get to you, son. Um, I can't think of the last one if we've got them all. Um. Oh, Hoovy. And Hoovy. Okay. Hoovy. You go with those five. I can't. I literally can't think of anybody else. So I think I'm going to have to. Psychosis, Hooventude, you got two. Then it goes Laparca, Eddie Guerrero. Ah, oh, that was one. Oh no, you got oh. Le- uh, and of course Hector I was fucking Garza. Oh. The Eddie Guerrero one, I knew that would bite you. And even I knew that. I didn't watch much of WCW. I can see Eddie now in an LWO shirt. Mm-hmm. Wait, so Ray wasn't the original? No. Oh shit. God rest well, Eddie. We got it. We got some of them. Uh, La Parker was a total guest too, so I'm glad I got that one at least. So, oh, score yeah. stays at one-one. Yeah, I drew a major blank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question three uh-huh. for the challengers, and maybe an easy one. Who was the first ever TNA Knockout Champion? Beer. Come on now. No, it wasn't beer. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Gail Kim because she's been like the first everything, but I don't even think she was there during that time. I'm in two minds with Gail and Angelina. I think one of them holds the record for the most reigns. Yeah. Gail holds the record. Was she there though that early? That's the thing that's getting me. Was she even there that early? I think she showed up in 2012, didn't she? Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, Gail I mean, Kim was there. She's come and gone so many times. She is. Oh, this Gail was like she was back early. This has to be early TNA, no? Like 20, like 2009? 2010? Fucking. Who was your other guest? You said Angelina Love? I think it was Angelina Love or Gail Kim. <clears throat> Uh, fuck. I'm kind of inclined to go with Angelina Love because wasn't she there from the from the jump? It wasn't Velvet because Velvet was very late, and I can't believe how took how long it took Velvet to win the belt. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Gail Kim. It was quite early in TNA, wasn't it? Because she was in WWE and got absolutely wasted. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Gail Kim. All right. Um, yeah, let's go. It was Bound for Glory 2007. It's a early as fuck. Gauntlet to crown the first ever knockout champion was won by Gail Kim. Oh, hey. Uh, last eliminated Roxy Laveau. See, I knew, I knew it was early as shit. Yeah, and then I think she went one-on-one with Kong at Bound for Glory 08. Wow, well, we got this. Yeah, baby, let's go. But uh, yeah, either way, it is 2-1. And yes, uh, Gail Kim was a pioneer in the knockouts division. Absolutely, yes. Ah, okay, let's get to third question. All right. Uh, let's... Here we go. <laughs> okay, out of Ric Flair's 16 world titles, how many of them are WWF titles? Oh, two. Two. Uh, the Rumble and is it Savage? He beat. 
Now you got me fucking thinking. I, I'm not, I know it's two anyway, but I can't remember who the second one was. Who we beat yeah, for the right, second one. Was it Savage? I don't. I want to say yes, but that doesn't feel right. No. Well, one was definitely the 92 Rumble. Well, yeah. Everybody knows the 92 Best Rumble. Best Royal Rumble ever, by the way. Facts. Stunned by my word. <clears throat> uh, it was Savage, yeah. Oh, okay, Dude. sweet. Good call. All right, 2-2. Two, two. Oh, shit, yeah, because Brett beat him for the belt, didn't he, in late 92, wasn't it? I remember now, yeah, Brett beat him for the belt, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Because Hulk fucking Hogan wouldn't. Okay, so. we got a, a WCW question. Let's go. Oh, baby. Wrestling legend John Tenta was named after two natural disasters in both WWE and WCW. What was his WCW ring name? Oh, fuck. Uh, no, was it the fucking... Um, no, son of a bitch. Oh, no. You big fat fucker. Um, <laughs> it's not like... Oh, he was... Because uh, he was Earthquake. Earthquake. But if I'm not mistaken, it was Earthquake and Typhoon were the natural disasters. And that was WWF. Wasn't he also Golga in WWE? And the insane clown posse. <laughs> uh, fuck if I I hate the motherfucker, so I, was, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> God uh, damn it, you! I can I'm like I'm in vi- the problem is is like he had the fucking gimmick, and then he got he's like, but I'm not this. I'm a man, and I'm like, what I'm the so fuck was his name though? Um, I want to say Typh. I want to say Typhoon, but I swear to God, that was a natural disaster. Earthquake and Typhoon were the natural disasters. Um, so if it's not earthquake, I'm just gonna it's not fucking. Um, yeah, he was in a tag team called Natural Disasters, but he also had a name in WCW that was also a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. I want to say like tsunami, but it doesn't fucking sound right. It's not. That's not right. Um, I'm gonna be so fucking pissed off if I don't get this, <sighs> dude. What the fuck were you? He's actually got a great list of names. Looking at this list, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, <clears throat> you this- got anything? Start naming off some natural disasters. Well, we know he wasn't the hurricane. I only know him from Earthquake <laughs> and Golga and uh, the Typhoon. They're the only ones I know him from is that time in WWE. That's the only time I knew. Oh, was he Tugboat at that WrestleMania 17 Battle Royal? He was Tugboat. He was, he was also. also. He was also Tugboat, but that's not a fucking natural disaster. <laughs> um, <clears throat> is it Tsunami? So, so it's just like guess anything, really. Or... That's what I'm saying. Was it because it, it's like that's the only thing I can think? Well, no, fucking goddamn it. Oh, no, that's not right. I know it's not right, and that's the fucking problem. I don't want to guess it because I know it's not right. It's huge or something like that, isn't it? Like a big, <laughs> big dude finisher or something. I'm gonna be so fucking mad. Um. Avalanche or the destroyer, something shit like that. If no. he wrestled in the UK, we'd call him Sleet. 
<clears throat> Avalanche? No, I said you like can't go for some bizarre reason. Thinking of King Kong. Because it was Ice Train. I mean, it's fucking go tsunami. Fuck it. Tsunami. It's wrong. You going with tsunami? Yeah, it's fucking wrong. Um, tsunami wasn't any of his long list of names. You did say it though. It was typhoon, wasn't it? Avalanche. It was avalanche. Avalanche, motherfucker. Uh, typhoon was actually Fred Ottman, who was also yeah. tugboat. Oh, well, he was the guy that was tugboat. Yeah, uh, they were the natural disasters. Um, a list of John's other names were the Canadian earthquake, Earthquake Evans. He was Golga. Yes, he was Earthquake a bunch. Fucking bastard. The Gargoyle. And he was also known as the Shark. See, I do remember the Shark. He's only died at a very young age, by the way. Yeah, 42 from, um, bladder cancer. That's mad. I was gonna say, well, he was a massive son of a bitch. Arrest the soul. Okay, scores stay the same, and it is two two. All right, I got one for you. In honor of the of the movie that I have yet to watch, what was Carrie Von Eric's gimmick name in the WWF? Oh, we've had this question, and I can't remember what it was. Oh shit! Oh, I'm so fucking mad that I guessed Avalanche. Thought Avalanche didn't even say, or fucking. I just guessed something at random because for some reason I was just thinking Ken Kong Bundy, and I remember that was his finisher. One of my earliest memories is Earthquake crushing Hulk Hogan's ribs. Hell yeah! <clears throat> but I, my mind's gone completely blank on Von Eric, and I know I've heard it. What was his gimmick name? Mm-hmm. Because when he got to WWF, they didn't let him be Kerry Von Eric. They had to give him yeah. a gimmick because that was what they did with everybody. That's especially true. in 92. And, and it was a gimmick name, too. It was like the something, I think. Um, well, the I don't it's... think it was anything iron or claw related. Um, I'm just going to throw out the Destroyer. The Destroyer? Because I can't think of anything else. You got a guess, Corey? Or are you going to go with that? I, I mean, I'll go with the Destroyer because I was thinking of, I was thinking maybe the Blade or something, but the Destroyer sounds a little bit better than what I've got. The Texas Tornado. That's it. Another oh. natural disaster. Hey. <laughs> natural disaster <laughs> questions are terrible. That was, hey, that was Vince, <laughs> baby. That was 90s Vince for you. Texas tornado. Got a bang, some banger matches as well in this time. Yeah, I, I still need to see the Iron Claw too. <laughs> yeah, you I know. haven't seen it yet because I've heard it. I've, really. I've only heard excellent things. Mm. Uh, and I know it's also obviously very emotional. Mm-hmm. I need to watch that at one point. Okay, still two to question five for uh-huh. the challengers. Well, man, this is a, this is a tough one. Um, while managing the Road Warriors, Paul Ellering voiced a toy puppet with what name? It was a childhood toy at the Road Warriors. What the fuck? What? This is very obscure. Anyone guesses this, they must know Paul Ellering from the top of their heads. 
It's the same power. Did this have anything to do with the gimmick or was this like outside of the thing? Yeah, I think I think it was like a build out for WrestleMania or something. Yeah, I don't even remember Paul Allen ever at a WrestleMania. I was at Roll Royce of the Billion. This is this is early's. No. I zero idea. Spiky. Spiky. <laughs> Spiky. Just how things go with that, because that is tough. Uh yeah, I'm it actually, was it was mad curious. It was a ventriloquist dummy, so we're going with Spiky. Sure. Uh it spiky. was actually Rocco. Oh see, now that fucking rings a bell. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I have no idea. You got you gotta know, dude. I've gone through the archives of this shit, okay? So shit fucking rings a bell and when it I just I could see him like have like one of those like foam looking weird Muppet looking puppets and I yeah. just didn't it it, didn't um, click on a name. It looked a little like um John Travolta in Greece. Fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong though. No, I'm see, I'm seeing it. Oh, oh man. Okay, we're still tied on 2-2. Two, two. Uh, let's get question five for me and Cypher. Excuse me. Andale. Um, let's see if I can't get... Okay, how many Ring of Honor tag team titles have the Briscoe brothers won? Mm-hmm. First it number was... that comes to my head is 14. I was going to say 15, but 14 it's sounds... fucking a lot. It, it's definitely around those two numbers. Like, I was thinking, fi- I I was thinking fifteen, but fourteen sounds close. But I'm not like they won so many, so I don't know if it's fourteen or fifteen. I don't think it was a round number, which I think is why fourteen came into my head. I mean, yeah, I don't think it was an odd number. I think. I'm sure it was more than thirteen. Yeah, it was more. It, it's got to be around the 14, 15 area, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with fourteen on that one. Fourteen. All right, let's go fourteen. Let's go fourteen. Don't don't say fifteen. Thirteen. Ah, oh, damn it! You said damn. it's got to be more than thirteen. Thirteen is the number, fam. Damn. Damn it, bro! I knew it was around the number though. It was. We were close to it because I was thinking they wanted like fifteen, but it's it's okay. Should have known it was an unlucky number. It was. Lucky number was always eighty-seven. I have no idea why. I always put the devil's number. I did. Okay, still two-two. Question six for the challengers. Come on. I had to cho- I had to rephrase this question from match to appearance because it would have been a different answer. In what year did Hulk Hogan have his final WrestleMania match? Mm. Oh fucking shit. Final WrestleMania uh, match. Yeah, not appearance, just match. Just uh, match. Because he's come out a few times since then. I remember he appeared in 2005 to help Eugene. He botched the thing on 30. <clears throat> Fucking goon. <laughs> the Silverdome, brother. Yeah. The Silverdome. The Silverdome. I remember he had a match with Vince. Well, a name I shouldn't really mention anymore. 
Yeah, I don't think we can mention either of them, actually. This the match never happened. The only one that against The Rock. Nice. I was going to say, that's the only one that comes to mind. That's the only actual Mania match that comes to mind, is him and The Rock. I'm going to go WrestleMania 19 against uh, um, he shall, who shall not be named ever on this channel. Go 2003. I'll rock with that. All right. Um, I was going to say, you definitely did say the right match at some point. Um, yeah, Rock was WrestleMania 18, Vince was WrestleMania 19, and that was his last official WrestleMania match. Yeah, buddy. It is 3-2. Get Hoy- in. Hoyland goal that Predator. Oof, we're getting into injury time. Yeah. We're in Fergie time here. All right. I could bust out that one, but that also seems a little Come on. Yeah, you guys gave us an obscure one. Oh, shit. In 1992, after Ric Flair left for the WWF, New Japan and WCW held a tournament to crown a new WCW slash NWA world champion. Who won this tournament? Ooh. Mm -hmm. That's not me. Just remember, I said New Japan and WCW held that tournament. Just remember that part. I can emphasize one thing for you. New I Japan. Know I read fast. Okay. Um. Fucking watch. Get on. Who said you can get off the charger? Who fucked up? I think bitch. it's <laughs> too late for Inoki. What what title was it for? The NWA slash WCW World Heavyweight Championship. NWA. WCW. Wait a minute, Sting. So again, it's 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 NWA slash WCW because it's ninety two, so the full no. change in the WCW didn't happen until ninety three. Yeah. Was it Sting? It was either Sting or it was. <sighs> NWA WCW. I'm trying to go with the Ross. The top. Originally, I was thinking a New Japan guy because obviously it's shared tournament, but like they used the title in WCW, so I just buy a new WWE shirt. I just buy all the ones who fucking get rid of like five bucks. <laughs> It it would make sense for me if it was Sting because obviously he feuded with Flair a lot. Ooh, Sam Punk's not I mean, I'll I'll go with Sting. I'm sure we've covered this in history, and Sting's name came up. Yeah, that's why I've been trying to watch, rewatch all the retro rewinds just so <laughs> out of boy for all this. This is why. To, uh, yeah, to prepare for Moses's trivia. Go back and watch this week in wrestling history segments and retro rewinds. Um, it's a good idea. I'm I'm pretty feeling pretty safe with Sting. Sting. I'm, it may not be the right answer, but that's the one I feel most confident with. So, fun fact: if I'm not mistaken, Sting won the belt after this guy lost Shit. to Ric Flair, and that guy was a New Japan guy, Masahiro Chono. Sure. 
Also the NWO, uh, NWO uh, Japan leader. <clears throat> For those in lovely who want to know some more about uh, Masahiro Chono, he's the man. All right. Uh, so we are trailing 3-2, and we're no longer in injury time. We're now in squeaky bum time. Final question. Bum. Come on, bum. So in order for us to tie and retain, you guys need to get this wrong. And then we need to get the next one right. So your final question is, at which 2016 NXT TakeOver did Samoa Joe defeat Demon Finn Balor in a steel cage match for the NXT title? I watched this TakeOver recently. Shit. Well, the latter match was Japan. I actually watched TakeOvers quite recently, actually. So, Steel Cage, they just did Japan before that. Um, I don't see why they don't. I want to say they do it to Canada that early. NXT. Say NXT. I'm thinking Brooklyn. Does that sound right, Beer? Does Brooklyn sound right? Just trying to, I'm just trying to think because I literally have watched so many takeovers recently. I'm thinking Brooklyn or I'm <clears> thinking... Because <throat> it wasn't Cardiff. Thinking... Oh, no, it wasn't... It no, it wasn't, wasn't, it wasn't international. It was definitely not Toronto because that had the best time. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not international. It's either, it's fucking. Bro- it's gonna be Brooklyn or it's gonna be. But where else were they? What else did they do in this in the fucking states? Brooklyn and where else? Did they go to Boston? Uh, they had takeover Philadelphia, New Orleans. New Orleans is the best ever, by the way. So then it's uh, not New Orleans because you would remember. Um, <laughs> fuck. Brooklyn oh, sticks the fuck out. Respect was Bailey and Sasha. The end was. That's too far. That was Aspen and Bailey. I think that was Aspen and Bailey was the end. Um. Got a lot it's of not a, to me, by the way. It's not a love. Toronto, right? No, Toronto was the. I think that was Joe and Nakamura. I think Toronto. Uh, I'm I'm going right fucking back to Brooklyn. I'm gonna go for the end, cause that was a recent. No, was it the end? It was either unstoppable. No, that was Sammy and KO actually. Dude, you're going too far back. Toronto. <laughs> you're going too far <clears throat> back, dude. Just list every single takeover. I'm trying to think. Takeover? No, it wasn't takeover. Thirty six fucking hours. Three years ago was last takeover. Yeah, this was 2006. 2006? 2016, my bad. I was gonna say, I was like, you are pretty mad. I blocked you off. Pre NXT. Are you off your head? Uh, Unstoppable or the end, I'm gonna go with. I'm I'm gonna go. Sticking to my fucking guns, fam. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go for. Definitely not London. Is Joe no. on? I'm gonna go for the end. God, do I, God damn it! My fucking gut wants to tell him, him to fuck right off. Um, <laughs> it's go for the end. Final question: If you get this right, you win. Let's go with beer. 
<clears throat> final answer take over the end. Oh, you were so close to saying a city name. It was take over the end. Yeah! Let's go. Finally, Tottenham. Win. Oh, I didn't think you were going to get there. Um, got there, baby. Let's go. I want somebody to take over. And very appropriate. Finally, win a trophy. Very appropriately, <laughs> it was the end. Uh, congratulations on new tag team champions. I've now officially lost them all. But uh, let's get the oh, final man. question for us, just for shits and giggles. Oh, this was, I was actually here. We go. Everyone loves this one in honor of Chris Jericho in the Atlantis match because I loved it so damn much. Chris Jericho defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock in the same night to win what two championships? Uh, WCW and WWE, aka the undisputed, the original undisputed WWE title. Yeah. Everybody forgets about the WCW part. Yeah, it wasn't quite the world title yet. World champion. Ah. Uh, so, official final score ends on 4-3. Can't be too salty. That was very, very close all the way through. I'll take a batter's was... assist all day. Let's go. Ah. Uh, a goal by Hoyland. Goddamn <laughs> beers NXT knowledge. Hey, I know. This is why he does the segments, fam. I know my That's NXT. Why they call NXT watch it. <laughs> well, all right then. Um, we spent. A lot of time on the trivia, and we still got a lot to get through, so let's get to the recaps. Um, fortunately, it's only TNA, SmackDown, and Raw this week, because obviously we're predicting Revolution in a few moments. <laughs> so, and NXT, of course. NXT, thank you. I was going to do my predictions for Raw, <clears throat> but it's not even worth it. I'm just joking. Cock block. Let's begin the recaps in three, two, one. Okay, let's get into Impact. We're going to cover the uh, No Surrender Go Home show and then we're going to move on to No Surrender because it was the very next day. So, um, on Impact last week, Chris Sabin defeated Jason Hotch and was greeted to another campaign video from Mustafa Ali after the match. In his TNA in-ring debut, Simon Gotch defeated Jake Price, sorry, Jack Price with Josh Alexander on commentary. Grizzled Young Vets defeated AB, addressed ABC ahead of their rubber match at No Surrender. I don't know why I'm tripping up so much. Uh, probably because i got a lot to go through. Steve Macklin defeated Trent Seven and after the match, Seven and Mike Bailey challenged the Rascals to a match at No Surrender. Backstage, Gail Kim compliments Giselle Shaw on ditching the Chantourage and Shaw vows to win the Knockouts Championship at No Surrender. Frankie Kazarian refused to meet Eric Young in the ring and instead introduced a ghost from Young's past, namely Big Demo, Young's former stablemate Killian Dane, Insanity. But Eric Young gets the win anyway. Ash by Elegance also makes her TNA in-ring debut and defeated Savannah Fawn. The System defeated Alex Shelley, Kushida and Kevin Knight in the main event and all six brawl afterwards. So on to No Surrender. The Rascals defeated Mike Bailey and Trent Seven after Steve Macklin interferes and Mike Bailey takes the loss on the Countdown Show. And also on the Countdown Show, Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers defeated Kevin Knight and Kushida when Myers hit the roster cut followed by Edwards hitting the Boston Knee Party before Myers pinned Knight for the win. 
On to the main show, Eric Young defeated Kazarian with a crucifix bomb in a world title number one contenders match to open the show, but Kazarian beat down the referee after the match. Closing the best of three series for the TNA Tag Team titles, ABC retained against Grizzled Young Vets with Ace Austin hitting the fold on Zach Gibson. PCO defeated Khan by DQ after Khan hits him with a chair and they continue brawling after the bell. In the locker room, Alex Shelley urged Kushida and Kevin Knight not to throw in the towel in the main event and even tells Chris Saban that he doesn't want him at ringside so he can focus on his own match. MK Ultra regained the Knockouts Tag Team Championships from the Decay with a snowplow from Masha to Rosemary, but they continue to attack Decay after the match until Danny Luna and Jody Threat make the save. Similar to Shelley backstage, the system discussed their game plan as Moose says they cannot throw in the towel under no circumstances. Josh Alexander defeated Simon Gott with a C4 spike, but we did get a little callback to the Vaud Villains during the match with the former Aiden English on commentary. Uh, backstage, another AJ Francis segment that I don't really want to talk about. Moose defeated Alex Shelley to retain the TNA World Title in a no surrender match after three consecutive spears as Kushida throws in the towel, but Moose hit another spear anyway. With Ash by Elegance at ringside, Jordan Grace defeated Giselle Shaw with a juggernaut driver to retain the Knockouts Championship. And in the main event, Mustafa Ali wins his first major singles title as he defeats Chris Sabin for the X Division Championship with a 450 splash. That was no surrender and impact. Now, as we're predicting revolution later on, we're going to be skipping the AEW recaps this week. So now it's over to Travis Anderson. Anderson. To recap the smack. So we open up SmackDown with the Liv Morgan Revenge Tour. She goes up against breakout star Tiffany Stratton, but was unable to secure that victory due to distractions from Bianca Belair. Braun Breaker, he picks up an easy win over Dante Chin with a front slam and a spear. It was nothing but a glorified squash match, which I don't think that Braun Breaker really needs right now. He needs to be in there with the big guys, the big names, and make a real name for himself. He did it. Had a great run in NXT, but he's on SmackDown now, so he needs to step it up and get away from these squash matches. Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough, they had a match with Tyler Bate and Peter Dune in hopes to put some damage on them before their ma match against Damian and Finn at Elimination Chamber. Um, as we all know, they wasn't going to get the win. Tyler Bate and Peter Dune, they get the win with a uh, double Tyler driver. Sorry, that's a tongue twister for me. <laughs> But then, after the match, we have Damian Priest and Finn Balor. They come out and they brawl with uh, Tyler Bate and Doom. Arthur's of Pain, and they end up defeating uh, the Street Profits in a back-and-forth match that included 
uh, B-Fab and Scarlet getting into it, which also had Karrion uh, Cross just laying waste to Bobby Lashley's arm with a steel chair. After the match, uh, you can see Lashley getting his arm checked while Drew comes up to him and says, I'll be sure to pray for you. <laughs> and it's time for your main event with L.A. Knight, yeah, against Drew McIntyre. Unfortunately, the match ends in... Um, a no contest, but it also ends in chaos as Kevin Owens attacks um, Drew McIntyre from the commentary table. LA Knight drops um, Drew with the BFT. Bobby Lashley, he comes out of nowhere and spears LA Knight. Then Logan Paul comes out. Then, um, Kevin Owens and Logan Paul get into it. It's just a back and forth with everyone until out of nowhere we got Randy Orton with an RKO. Now again, we are going to be skipping Collision this week. So unfortunately for me, that means I'm going to take a hit for the boys and I'm going in raw. Unfortunately for the live crowd, Dominic Mysterio opened Raw to introduce Rhea Ripley and to welcome everyone to Monday Night Mommy. Within moments, they're interrupted by Becky Lynch, who congratulates Rhea, uh, Rhea but fires shots ahead of WrestleMania. Ripley fires back before leaving with Dom, but Nia Jack she attacks Lynch from behind. She hit Becky with multiple leg drops on Becky before Adam Pierce and security break things up. Backstage, Jax vows Becky won't make it to WrestleMania and promises to say the same for Liv Morgan later on. Eight years to the day since Nakamura arrived in NXT and faced Sami Zayn. Zayn finally got the win back as he defeated Nakamura with back-to-back -back Haluva kicks. Before her match, Chelsea Green says she is competing in protest as she would have won the Battle Royal last week if Raquel hadn't been added to the match to begin with. Raquel Rodriguez then soundly defeats Chelsea with fallaway slams and a powerbomb. In the ring, Gunther gloats about defeating Jay Uso and laughs at a list of potential challengers before he is interrupted by the Judgment Day. Dominic teases challenging Gunther before the champion pushes past Damian Priest. This next match, it should have been the main event, I think. This is a match that should have been on Elimination Chamber. It's pay-per-view worthy or even saved it for WrestleMania. But as, I know we're only two months in, but so far this is my match of the year already. We got the New Day versus Imperium in a 
crazy street fight. Unfortunately, after a crazy ending with multiple chair shots and uh, I want to say a frying pan and a couple other things, Imperium were finally able to pick up the win over the New Day by pinning Xavier Woods. We have uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell versus Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. Um, unfortunately, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell once again did not get the win. Baszler taps out Indy to a clutch. We get a in-ring promo segment from Drew McIntyre where he celebrates his win at Elimination Chamber and continues mocking CM Punk as he takes uh his, he takes a seat in the middle of the ring, crosses his legs and just cuts a promo and then calls out Seth Rollins and warns him that his distraction with the bloodline may affect their match at WrestleMania. Rollins says it's a risk worth taking to eliminate the bloodline. I I don't want Seth versus Drew. I don't want it. I don't think we need it. But I think they're going in the right direction now and making making up for a lot of mistakes that they've been doing the past few weeks. We get a tribute to the late, great Ole Anderson, one of the original Four Horsemen. May he be, rest in peace. Now back to the action, we get Nia Jax versus Liv Morgan. Nia unfortunately gets the win due to Becky jumping the barricade and attacking uh, Jax. So she Nia Jax gets the win via disqualification. I don't like this. I feel Liv Morgan needs more wins under her belt. She hasn't hard. I think she's only maybe won like one match since her return at the Rumble. Backstage, we get a promo from Jay Uso, which turns into a fight backstage between him and Drew McIntyre after a rude remark. In the main event, we see Cody Rhodes defeat Grayson Waller with the Crossroads. After the match, we see Paul Heyman come out escorted by security to confront Cody Rhodes. After a few words back and forth between the two, you see Paul Heyman calling The Rock and Roman. Cody tells Paul, call whoever you like. I'm not, the bloodline's not hunting me. I'm hunting the bloodline. And that's how we end the show. One interesting fact, though, about one of the security guards that came with Paul Heyman, he's actually a familiar face to us here at Max Wrestling. It's AJ Kirsch. And even more interesting with him being one of the security guards is just last week, uh, there was video going around of AJ Kirsch and Cody Rhodes meeting up at a, one of the live events and catching up. So I thought it was cool to see them catch up, me after so long, and then boom, here's AJ on Raw in a segment with Cody. So that's cool, friends looking out for friends. But that's that was Raw, that's your Raw recap. Before we get into predictions with uh, Revolution, here's Beer with his NXT round.
Hey guys, this is Beer. This is your NXT round for the 27th of February 2024. We are seven days away from Roadblock. Show starts with Ilya Dragunov calling out Carmelo Hayes after last week's attack. Melo does appear, of course, but it's with a batch full of security to protect him from the Mad Dragon himself. But Carmelo Hayes issued the warning, if there's no contract, there will be no match for Melo and Ilya for. Kiana James defeats Kalani Jordan with another assist from Izzy Dane. Defeats Kalani with a deal breaker. At the moment, who can stop these two? And for me, there was also a little promo backstage showing JC, Jasmine and Thea with Kiana James and Izzy Dane. Have we got ourselves a new little mean girl faction? Sadly, Thea was left out. Roxanne Perez! Shown backstage, venting her anger after Lash Legend stealing a sponsor face Lyra Valkyria in the open challenge after unfortunately Shotzi's knee injury last week. Leads to a bit of a brawl with Jakara Jackson, which was shown last week. Leads to the match that we got tonight, and Roxanne Perez picked up the victory with a cross face. Lucy's Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows defeat Malik. Malik Blade and Adrisa Enough with a magic kill. Very good tag match, by the way. Um, the OC for me. Also shown backstage confronting the tag team champions Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. Keep an eye on that much down the line. Obafemi Shown asking who is his next victim after recent wins over Lexus King and Dragon Lee. Speaking to Ava when Ava's had a very busy night, bless her heart. And then behind Obafemi was Ilya Dragunov. My goodness me, now that match will be a banger one way down the line. I think this is going to be a little bit teased for quite some time. I don't think they'll push this straight away. I don't think they'll make this straight away. But I, I hope they don't because I want this to be a bit of a long-term booking. And Shawn Michaels has done that really well in NXT. Dijak defeats Luca Cristofino. Quite a hard hit in the fair. Luca looked absolutely great, by the way. Luca Crucifino, give him more TV time, put him with the family, and then you will get the best out of Luca Crucifino. Dijak wins with a feast your eyes. Joe Gacy returns and breaks out of the straight jacket, which he was in for about two weeks. Later after that, Joe Gacy and Dijak were shown brawling again backstage. Ava will settle this. Na next week, there'll be an asylum match. Or a Valkyria. Comes to the ring and says she wishes Shotzi a speed and recovery. Confirms that he will give her gift to Tate and Paxley after following her orders and stay backstage during her two matches last week. The gift is a women's tag team championship match, match at Roadblock against Kyrie Sane and Asuka the Kabuki Warriors. Asuka's undefeated. Lara Valkyrie is a women's champion. Something's got to give at Roadblock, and I thoroughly look forward to this show. Ridge Holland then unfortunately interrupts the two ladies, which I thought was a bit disrespectful, and after Ridge expressing his actions in regards of attacking people, he apologises to the NXT fans, and then suddenly, the mysterious vignette was playing again, and we finally get the answer. A chair shot hits the back of Ridge Holland, and the, mind, the man behind the vignette 
is Sean Spears. This took me by shock. I will be very honest with you. I honestly thought my first impression was it was going to be Kazushka Ricarda, boom, AEW. My next one I thought was Junior. There is no news on her ever leaving uh, Stardom to come to WWE yet or even AEW. And my third one was Bo Dallas. But we don't know what's going on with Bo Dallas. Um, he is still on the contract with WWE. But it was Sean Spears and that really was one I didn't think was going to be on my bucket list. On my um, my bucket list. But anyway, Sean Spears is back in WWE, formerly known as Ty Dillinger, who will face Rich Holland in his return match at Roblox next week. Von Wagner defeats Lexus Kane to get a little bit of revenge after Lexus's rude comments about Mr. Stone's children calling them losers and a loser father. Sean, why is Lexus losing? Buck up your ideas, buddy. At the end of the match, uh, Lexus hits the coronation on Mr. Stone and this is far from him, but I can see this finishing off in either a few weeks or lead it to stand and deliver. Jada Parker defeats Gigi Dolan with a distraction from Ariana Grace. Now this is this is where for me it gets weird. What are they doing with Gigi Dolan? Are they making it like a jobber now? Here's my advice. Turn her heel. Turn her into an ungrateful bitch and she will become a star. There's my take on that. Turn her heel. Make her very insecure into an ungrateful bitch. And I get you, I tell you now, she will get some heat and it will make her into a dream talent. In event was the Heritage Cup champion known Dar defending against any member of the No Quarter Cats crew. And it was Charlie Dempsey who accepted the challenge. It was a very good main event. And sees Dempsey score a 2-1 victory over Noem Dar to become the new Heritage Cup champion. That was a great pop in the end as well for Charlie Dempsey. For me, is a very underrated talent and I'm quite happy for Charlie, even though uh, Noem is in my um, fantasy league, but I can see Noem winning it back somewhere down the line. Show closes with Ilya and Carmelo Hayes with a contract signing, or are we getting Melo and Ilya for? It appears that we're not. <laughs> it possibly may be, and possibly not. We might leave this standard level. In the end, Tony D'Angelo comes out and wants to step in, conduct some business. He said that Melo is demanding his title shot. Tony D wants to earn his title shot. Tony D will face Carmelo Hayes next week, and the winner will face Ilya Dragunov at standing deliver. Now, it's not a premium live event. It's just an NXT special edition. It's a bit like um, New Year's Evil. And yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's going to be a, an action-packed show. Um, we've got five matches lined up. I think there'll be one more added, but I'm not sure yet who that will be. Um, I'll give the show a three. Um, wasn't a lot of wrestling tonight, but I think the fact with Sean Spears' return, I think probably just, just about gave it a three for me. Anyway, you know what's next. One second, actually. Oh, shit. Then let's wait. I am going to drink another Captain's one. Tears. <laughs> that's fucking. That's like number three already. That's a, that don't look up. like that don't look like rum to me. All right, let's oh, get to revolution. It. Let's go. Smoking on your tears, fam. 
Yeah, that's that's not what <laughs> tastes salty for you. Don't worry about it. Always <laughs> yeah. as I say, take on any comers. Do okay. Um, let's kick it off. I think this would be a banging opener. Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong for the international God. title. Oh my God! Don't that's like it's my wet dreams right there, fam. Have that as the opener. That's gonna bang. Okay, it's uh, it, it would be it would be an extra half a star if Roddy can quickly grow back the mustache in like four or five days. <laughs> yes, you know what I'm saying. He get an extra half a star on the match, no matter the no matter the quality or whatever. But it's. It's Roddy's time. You know and I'm saying it's Orange Cassidy has been the guy. He's been the John Moxley that I'm working harder than fucking hurt. Mm. But it's again. because I need to. Yeah, again. And, you know, because he needs to. And Roddy would be an excellent champ. You know what I mean? He has that high pace style. He has the 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 ability to work with anybody. And then on top of that, you bring gold to the undisputed kingdom. Yeah. Which yeah. makes the most sense. Absolutely. I'll, I'll go Roddy. Yeah, I, I would have screamed Roddy all day from the moment they started this feud. Fucking stash, though. It doesn't make sense, though, not putting the belt on Roddy when the tag team titles are already on, um, are already in the Undisputed Kingdom. So yeah, what, the Ring of Honor, yeah. though. Yeah. So what's the yeah. sense keeping the belt on Cassidy when you can put more belts into the Undisputed Kingdom? Do it. I, I'm going to go Roddy. So everybody's going Roddy on this one, right? <laughs> You love Orange that much? I believe you. I mean, I did Cassidy, don't get me wrong. I think he's great, but like I said, it's Roddy's time. Roddy's time, definitely. Cassidy's an amazing champion. So, Corey, you going Orange Cassidy? I'm going Roddy Rich Strong. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Go Roddy. All right, full house for Roddy. Let's, um, this one is really confusing me because it was supposed to be Meat Madness. Between uh, Wardlow, Hobbs, and Lance Archer. They cancelled it because of an injury. Now it's going to be an all-star scramble match. But all three of them are still in the fucking match. Yeah, Which so who's the, injured? No sense. Um, I Yeah, the only thing I can think of is they were going to add maybe two more. Uh, Brian Cage, who's also in this match. And maybe... Uh, shit, what's his fucking name? Big Cass? No, not Big Cass. Um, what the fuck's his name? Did Jericho bitches went into the match? Who? Which one guy are you talking about? Uh, <clears throat> House of Black. Camarado? Oh. Who? Brody? Brody. Brody. Brody King, yeah. Oh. The only thing I can think Brody. of is they were going to add him to the match, and he's is injured. Is Brody hurt? I don't know, but that he's would explain be. it. Well, I mean, but, they got one TBA. Yeah, they got one TBA. So now the scramble match with the winner getting the world title match is Wardlow, Hobbs, Archer, Chris Jericho, Hook, Brian Cage and Dante Martin. I'll go Wardlow. And TBA, obviously. I like the TBA. Wardlow. I like the TBA because it's, 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 it, it's. It would it would make sense for Wardlow because obviously they've been pushing. Well, Adam Cole's been pushing that Wardlow's going to win the world title and then give it to him. Amen. And I can't I can't imagine Cole being far from being cleared now. Yeah, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm going to go Wardlow. All right. I like Wardlow I don't, too, are you, but hold on, hold on. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make you guys probably change your whole fucking decision right now. So you're telling me Wardlow's gonna win this match to lose to Swerve Strickland? Well, yeah, that was why I was fifty fifty because there's no guarantee he's gonna win. So yeah, so okay, so let's let's play this out as as Wardlow, blah 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 blah, and the whole thing. 
Wardlow wins. Samoa Joe beats Swerve and, and mm-hmm. Hangman. And then you have fucking Wardlow beat Samoa Joe clean because that's the only way it could happen. He's going to have to destroy the Destroyer. And then the guy that destroyed the Destroyer is just going to go, hey, crippled man. Yeah. I I don't – I'm sorry. No. Uh, Um, I don't see it. Hook will definitely be champion before we go to all in. Well, it's not going to be Hook because he's already faced Joe. Yep. Um, So here's my thought process because I'm going to stick – I'm already going to shoot to the end, and it's going to be Swerve that wins the belt, and that's just where I'm going to stay with my – with the rest of my predictions. So to go along with my predictions – and I'll get to how we get to hang sort of winning. But um, I say Chris Jericho wins. He's been on a tear going against CMLL guys. He's mm-hmm. been uh, showcasing the AEW style, the AEW way. He's been trying to play Kenny Omega for weeks. For weeks. I've been talking about this for weeks. He's, been, he's, he's doing the best he can to attempt to beat Kenny Omega. And who better? To have Swerve beat after he wins this triple threat than to go against Chris Jericho. The first AEW world champion, the guy that helped start this company, he beats him and then goes on to Samoa Joe one-on-one. I just think it's it's a name thing. Like, you get a, you get all your big Haas motherfuckers in the match. I, get, I dig it. I do. You could screw Wardlow over if that's what you're really leaning towards. But if you build it for him, it, it has to go a certain way so he doesn't look bad. Because the second it goes any direction, not his way, you just made fucking Wardlow exactly what you've been doing. You've repeated it again. You've built him up to shut him down. So what is the fucking point? Why do it now? Don't do it now. Screw him. Fuck him over. You know what I mean? Have powerhouse Hobbs fuck him over. Have fucking him and Lance Archer go at it for a little bit. Figure out something else for him to do to continue to build the momentum. And then when you have a champion that's either weakened or in time of a change, maybe Swerve's too hot. Maybe Swerve gets hurt or something. Please, God, no. Where's the wood? Knocking on wood. You know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Then maybe jump with it. But you still, in my opinion, you still got to fucking build Wardlow. He's not, oh, fucking just shoot the cannon to him. No, don't do it. Because, again, at the end of the day, what's his storyline? I'll just give it to Roddy. So then, what do we do? Like, what's what do you? What's the point of it? Swerve what's the point of building him up. Well, that's what it's like the I mean, most over guy in AEW <clears throat> by a mile. Um, bold prediction: oh. CBA could be Keith Lee. Um, hey. and if Keith the- Lee wins, obviously he's got history with Swerve. Hey, but I don't know what's going on with Keith Lee. Maybe he's the injured know. one that was supposed to be a meat madness. Wait, let me throw another curveball. What if the TBA is Okada? Oh, hey. good shout. That's actually a very hey. Well, don't but, don't but, let Okada win. I don't want to see him lose straight away. I was just gonna say the same thing. I'm like, as much as I fucking love it, it's the same scenario. You're gonna have a guy that's over like a son of a bitch lose. So I, I, I'll fucking match your. No, I won't match it. There's no way this is a match. I'll, I'll downgrade your Okada with a Jeff Cobb. Ooh, that's okay. meaty. That's I can meaty. definitely see that. Uh from the pile we've got right now. This is a tough it's, one. It's, it's not going it to be is, Hook. Oh, but I'm, I'm going to stick with Wardlow. I, I really gonna don't think be, it's going to be Dante. It's yeah. not going to be Dante. They're too small. Yeah, no offense, guys. I love Corey. <laughs> Sorry. No offense to you guys. But that's like Meat Mountain in the ring. 
Right. Why was it a trouble throughout match and then it got changed to a, um, like a battle royal? It just makes no sense. Yeah, because somebody was injured, but all three even of them are though, still in this match. Even though because... all three are still in the match. <laughs> What's the match? the thunder snow. It's because of the thunder snow. It was all over Twitter and I was like, what? That makes no sense. They must have been planning to add somebody else to the match. Um, in which case, I don't know why you cancel it. Just make it a triple threat. But anyway, uh, was was the meat? Oh, dope. Was it going to be for a world title shot originally in the Meat Madness? I don't think so. Okay, if it I was, really and that kind of tells so. me then one of those three were going to win anyway. So, but I'm just going to go Hobbs. Hey, all right, I like that. I'm sticking with Wardlow. Corey, who you got? Oh man. Brian Cage ain't built no momentum, has he? I can't remember if he did. Not since since they lost the six man tag titles. No. They stung me in the fantasy league. I call him Muscle Sting. (laughs) That ain't going to be lame. If they don't ever do anything with Lance, it's so mean. Lance is one of those. They build up to big matches and he keeps losing. Yeah, I saw Lance Archer quite relevant when he was with Jake Roberts. Yeah, I saw him quite relevant. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go with I'm just gonna go with uh, like I'm gonna go with Hobbs. All right, get the powerhouse. Powerhouse. Okay, so what else we got? Uh, let's go TNT title. Christian Cage oh, defending against Daniel Garcia. Danny, I, Danny. Oh, I would love to say it's Danny Garcia's time. Christian's been great. I was so he was going to drop the belt to Adam Copeland on match. Yeah. But I've got plan. needs a title on him. I might go with Garcia. I mean, I think. I think, right, Adam Copeland will come out and screw over Christian Cage in some way, not get caught, and then that sets up Danny Garcia for the win. Oh, I'll go. I like it. I like it. Garcia does need a belt. Yeah, Yeah. and obviously this is a last, well, not a last minute, but a late call because obviously it was going to be Christian and Copeland until Copeland got injured, so it would be a really nice on-the-fly decision to go with Garcia. Tony, hope you're listening. Do we know how bad the injury is? I don't even know. I don't even know what the injury is. I don't think I don't think the injury is that bad. That's why I said I think Adam Copeland will come out, screw over Christian and Danny Garcia for the win. Unless they throw the ultimate swerve curveball and have Adam screw over Danny Garcia. But I don't. It's possible. There's always a anything is possible, bro. But I don't see it happening. But I'm gonna go with my first. I'm gonna go with my first instinct. Adam will come out, screw over Christian, Danny Garcia for the win. Yeah, well, I like it. I like it. That this whole like tour Copeland's been on has been about getting back to the TNT title and beating Christian. But I think he wants to beat Christian more than he wants the TNT title back. So I like that prediction. And personally, I, 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 I'm over the feud anyway. Yeah, it's it, it's played it's played it's it's been played out. I was gonna say it's played its course. No, it's overplayed the course. It's played it two or three times already. But yeah. it, it it also makes sense. You know what I mean? It's a story that needs to kind of be finished. 
I thought you would finish it by doing in a similar situation. You know, you got a former W, you know, former old head, former from a different company. Let's just go with that instead of labeling him WWE or WCW, whatever. A former outside company guy, a non AEW guy, comes in, beats Christian, wins TNT title, whatever. Hey, gets over, you know, fucking has his Copeland Open challenges for the TNT title, kind of like what John Cena was doing. But if this guy's getting hurt at the rate he's getting hurt, which seems to be every other fucking week, then yeah, give it to DG. You know what I mean? The guy was, he was an excellent, he was an excellent Ring of Honor peer champion. And I think he would be an even uh, just as good of a, of a fucking TNT champ. And I, and I love, I fucking love that, Corey. I, I totally think Copeland could come out, just totally screw over um, fucking Christian, build a whole feud while he's recovering, quote unquote. And then whatever the next pay-per-view is, which is what? in Double fucking Is it that far out? I think it's double or nothing. What is unless, that? Unless, like unless we get another new one before that. Is it is double? Oh wait, double or nothing's in like June. Oh, it's up now. May. Oh, um, it is May. Okay, good. We've got big business, but that's like a dynamite special. Then guess what? You can do it in fucking big business because this shit ain't that important. Exactly. I'm so sorry. Hey. Nothing until then. Corey gets me. Oh yeah, they will, They haven't announced a date for Double or Nothing yet. All In's the next one that's officially announced, but they always have Double or Nothing in May. When is All All In's far out though? August, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Of August. So yeah, get, give me, can remember by the way. So yeah, give me DG, and then you can do your fucking Copeland versus Christian. Yeah. Are we whatever? Full House for Danny Garcia. I'll go Danny Garcia. He needs momentum from somewhere. Right, then he can yeah. dance with the belt. He, he, he right. needs a belt. Donny Garcia, to be fair, he, he needs a belt. He deserves a belt. Yeah. He, like, he, Underrated yeah. me, Donny Garcia. Damn good. Damn good. He, he's very good. I'll give the give him credit where it's due. All right. Uh, we got a straight-up tag match. FTR versus Blackpool Combat Club. Marx and Claudio. Oh, Rolling great. over here, fam. That is what? close. That is going to be a hell of a fight, hell of a... Yes, I agree. That's going to be hard-hitting, gritty, just straight knuckle-for-knuckle brawl. I'll but, dude. FTR. We're going this FTR. Is, go this FTR. is as much as a... And I, and, I, and I do this. You guys know I do. This is as much as an NWA old-school grinded-out tag team title match as I've ever fucking seen it. You got FTR, guys kind of like the fucking, like the brain busters, you know what I mean? Tully and Arn going out there, fucking, you know, shout out to Oli. Rest in peace, big dog. And then you got guys like the Blackpool Combat Club who would come in and be, I don't know, probably fucking like Rock and Roll Express, maybe somebody more grind out, more like the fucking Legion of Doom even. Grind out kind of people. You know, if you want to go that crazy, I mean, to fucking, I don't know if they're that crazy, but hey. But I'm going to love this match. That's plain and simple, but it's, I'm going momentum. You know what I mean? It's all about momentum. We got to carry momentum into the next show, build to the next, build to the next, build to the next. That's what we do. And who has a great story all the time with who are likely going to be the next AEW tag team champions? FTR. As much as I love the Blackpool Combat Club, I fucking love them. I do. I think fucking Claudio and Mox could be a, a fantastic set of tag team champs. But then again, they're also two of the top single stars in this business, in this company. 
You could easily, and I hate doing this, I do, but you could easily have either one of them go down to Ring of Honor and run that motherfucker. You know what I mean? If you really needed to, like, crown them with a world championship and get them up and coming, you send them back down to Ring of Honor or whatever, let them fucking do that, let them run their show. But here, in my opinion, you build to what's next. Maybe there's some people that don't want to see Bucks and FTR. I want to see it all day long. I want to see it all day long. And or... Why not all fucking three of them? Bucks, FTR against the BCC. Why not do something like crazy like that? You could you can come up with a bunch of different ways to build this, but right now it's just about gaining a win and gaining momentum. And the guys who have been in the background not gaining any momentum has been FTR. So you regain this, you build them, whether it be FTR and the Bucks or a fucking three-way for the tag titles at some point. But right now FTR gets the push. We'll see how far this whole thing goes. That's the right one mind when we go to London. That FTR against the box against um, BCC. That, that I've got so, yeah. sick. Uh, Which leads me to believe that you know FTR gets to win. You know, it's Mox and Claudio, and you know they both kind of got a temper. Like I ain't saying it's gonna happen, but maybe somebody gets frustrated. And somebody hits somebody with the finisher or something along that lines to set up a like you know, like they said they're they're both good at singles competition, but do but you know there's always that swerve in there that like you know Mox gets frustrated and hits the paradigm shift on Claudio or Claudio hits Mox with the finisher, but all all in all I'm gonna go FTR. Yeah, mm. you can't. That's yeah, fucking amazing. I got two ways of thinking. Um, like you said, FTR need the momentum. Uh, BCC have that momentum because they're feuding with the CMML guys. So mm-hmm. either they keep that momentum going or the CMLL guys screw the BCC. But Ooh, that too. That too. Fuck yeah, dude. Anybody else is going to FTR, I kind of want to go BCC. <laughs> I get excited for that, though. I don't mean to cut you off. I get excited for that because there is dates for them to go to Mexico. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, you know what I mean? What, 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 what could come from this fucking story is, you know, is gigantic. As much as I want to go against the grain and go with BCC, I think the interference is more likely. So let's go full house for FTR. Sign me up for that interference, bruv. Talk guys all the way. Okay. Um, or FTR, by the way. A disgusted. A New Japan style match all over. Will fucking Osprey versus Kanosuke fucking Takeshita. Osprey all the way. Yeah, I think obviously this is a uh, member to the Don Callis family against each other. Will yeah. Osprey has to turn face and escape the family, so give Osprey the oh, win. He's already turning. He's, face, al- he's already face, bro. Yeah, he's already. <laughs> Fucking love this guy, bro. Osprey's winning that. Unless. Not on his first official proper um, pay-per-view with AEW. So how are you going to book Osprey to lose in this first proper pay-per-view? You're not. Sense. You're not. But you only make this match because there's nobody that's going to mesh as good with Osprey that's not named fucking Kenny Omega. And the next guy on that fucking level is Kanosuke Takeshita. And this is just going to, it's just going to be so fucking awesome. It's just, that's what this is. It's going to be awesome. And then Will's going to be there every fucking week. 
and it's just going to grow and it's fantastic. I'm glad this is happening. It's a step in the right direction. Um, I do want to say that they're going to fuck him over and he could lose. I could totally see Don Callis doing the Don Callis thing and then fucking him over. Mm-hmm. But you guys are 100%. This is his first proper, first proper AEW under the AEW banner contract, whatever. He's all elite, bruv. So there's no way he can lose. And if they, he does lose, I, I hope they, I hope he gets screwed nine ways from Sunday. If he does. Make, make, it, make it so there was no way in hell. There was no way in hell he could come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so full house for Osprey. Yeah, uh, and give me that turn either way. You don't, need, you don't need Don Callis, bruv. Money. It does not make sense for Osprey to lose in his first proper AEW pay-per-view. It just doesn't make no. sense. Uh, and I don't think Takeshita... Uh, Osprey, all the way. I don't think Takeshita loses any momentum either, because he's been on a tear lately anyway. Oh, he has. But it- but again, we've always talked about too. The better the match, the the less momentum anybody loses, and yeah. I don't see anybody lo- going backwards after what this is probably going to be. Right. On paper, it says five plus stars. I mean, I know I'm going to the Uncle Dave realm, and he's been talking shit lately. But hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you know this is something I could not believe? This Kurt Angle never got a five star match from Dave Meltzer. I couldn't believe. Mm. it. Him and Sean. Some things, some things Uncle Dave does don't make no goddamn sense. Exactly. How <laughs> Sean and Kurt never got five stuff and 21 was just ridiculous. One of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. sick. That was um, and injuries and all, him and the other guy we can't mention, Brock. Yeah. Censored. Oh, that guy. Okay, uh, we got another title match. Eddie Kingston defending the Continental Crown against Brian Danielson. If Danielson loses, he has to shake Kingston's hand. Ooh. Code of honor. I'm going to play Eddie Kingston because he's doing a hell of a job with that. Kingston's doing fine, yeah. I, I, I agree. With that stipulation, too, I don't see any reason for Kingston to lose. Yeah, like, okay. dude, he's... He deserves every bit of this run as much as he can run it, you know? Ain't no reason to call the race early. I see what you're doing there. You're not, you're going to no, don't. Just you can go ahead and tell me but cuz I got something it's a little different. Um Look, can I remind you fellows of what the AEW Continental Championship is? It is a triple crown. It is mm-hmm. the Ring of Honor, it is the AEW Continental title, and it is the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. What does that right. mean? That means I carry three belts for three different companies, and I'm going to travel the world and show them off. So, who's been tra- who's got p- travel plans lately? Who's going to Mexico and not fucking anywhere else? Brian Danielson. Guess who's not going to Mexico? Eddie Kingston. Guess who's not going to Japan anytime soon? Eddie Kingston. Guess who's not doing anything besides being Eddie Kingston? Eddie Kingston. So I say, be dry. It's a perfect time to crown this guy. You're going to bring gold to the BCC, which is something they need. Brian Danielson has been dying for a fucking, he's been dying, fucking dying for a championship, okay? And this gives him the ability, besides just the name value that he is, okay? We've we, we seen him go to fucking New Japan and go up against Zack Sabre Jr. in a banger, five and a half stars. If you haven't watched it, go watch the technical goddamn masterpiece. But you give him this belt. And not only did you, will you allow him 
to go and maybe maybe not compete in like the New Japan Cup, maybe appear in the New Japan Cup, maybe appear during that time. He could go to New Japan. He can go to New Japan Strong, or just maybe he could add another bridge to this whole thing and show him off in CMLL. Go over there, carry three belts that represent three companies under the AEW banner in the CMLL world, and gay. Hey, maybe 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 one of the motherfuckers in CMLL beats him. Then you have a fucking third gap now. Now it's not just New Japan, Ring of Honor. Now it's fucking CMLL. You're bridging it. This is this is territory days all over again. That's when I when I see this belt, I go back to territory days. And this is how you expand the territories. This is what you do. This is what all the old heads do. So as much as I love Eddie, and Eddie has been the perfect, the perfect triple crown champion. It's time for somebody with just a little more reach. Just a little more reach. So I'm going B-Dry. You know what? I keep forgetting B-Dry hasn't won a title in AEW yet. And the clock's ticking. Okay. Yeah. And this is, why, this is what I'm saying. Because I was just <laughs> turning seven. Moses, come on. Yeah. Um, I think outside the box, fam. It makes the most sense. Oh, Moses, this is a wrestling about... Um, off-topic, um, by the way. Um, Hyunmin Son is happy at Tottenham, and there's a new contract set to be talks. <laughs> Brev, I already knew this. He's going to retire Spurs. For and, 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 and as much as I don't want it, the curse is probably coming back next season. I got, I got Spe- a lot of breaking news sent to me, by the way. <laughs> Speaking of curses, uh, B-Dry doesn't do very well when he has multiple titles on his shoulders. You're not wrong. <laughs> but I'm still, I'm still wrong. switching back. I mean, like Moses said about that bridge, I mean, he might lose to a CMLO guy and makes another bridge. So who knows? Telling right. you, if there's Fear. one thing TK's doing right, is it's territory shit. <clears throat> yeah. E King or B Dry? Uh, I'm going to go Eddie Kingston. All right. I love. Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, wherever you want to call him, but uh, Eddie Kingston sneeze that momentum still. I'm gonna okay. say BJ. Moses changed my mind. <laughs> that's what I do, baby. That's usually my job. I change people's minds, and then we're both wrong. Um, let's get some women on hey. the board. Okay. Timeless Tony Storm defending against Diana Perazzo. Bold prediction. I have a bold prediction real fast because I, I love this. Ch- Chad, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> we, we will get the tone, the timeless Tony Storm entrance, the timeless Tony Storm everything until that bell rings. When that bell rings, this will be a absolute fucking repeat from stardom that will blow everybody's goddamn mind. It's true. Now, who wins? I, I say yeah. you have to go, Deanna. I say you have to, but as we talked, as the TSK talked about, there's there's one woman above Timeless Tony Storm right now, and that's Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. But I don't know who's behind Tony Storm, and it ain't Deanna Perazzo. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not as much as I love her, and I do, and I think Deanna's gonna be a a, a fucking superstar, a overall superstar. I just don't think it's gonna happen. Right now, no. Right AEW do this thing where they bring in women with a lot of hype. 
pretty much almost immediately put him in the title picture and then they lose. Uh, yeah, and Ruby, Ruby Soho is still recovering. In? Yeah. Like, you look at like Soraya. Like, what, yeah. What's she, Soraya? Uh, Ruby Soho. What's she doing at the minute? Soraya had a I moment in the sun, but I think that's only because Jamie got injured. When is Jamie G back, by the way? Soon. <laughs> I love um, it. Soon. Yeah, soon, bruv. You know, they... Go ahead. if I had to give a bold, bold guess as somebody who could be behind Tony Storm, this might be, you know, this might not be the right answer, but it's the only answer I got. Maybe Britt Baker. Oh, yeah. Somebody who's been in the background that, like, where are you, girl? Besides being a thriving dentist. Yeah. yeah. With Mercedes on her way. I think mm-hmm. Tony will keep the belt and Mercedes will probably take it off for a double or nothing. And you'll have the big match built ready between Mercedes and Britt Baker in London. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jamie. Oh, give me Jamie. Uh, oh, God. Stop Mercedes. it. Just the fucking. Um, and hey, that's when you'll see Mercedes. But here's the thing, and, and 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 this is the good thing. This is what I love about not only doing this show, but just wrestling in general. Look at what we're doing. We're fucking building to the fucking future, bro, because of all the people chilling on the sidelines right now. Britt Baker's on the sidelines. Jamie Hayter's on her way back. You know what I mean? Fucking Mercedes Monet's getting ready to make her fucking debut in AEW. This women's division will, in due time, surpass WWE's if they don't fucking catch up. I think the WWE's dead in there, but that's the thing that because Vince wasted that women's division so bad because it was so reliant on the four horse women. But mm. now with like when you had the likes of like Rhea now coming in, obviously Rhea's the best going at the minute. I mean, probably Tony Storm apart. Mm-hmm. He's up there with Rhea's level. But Becky's not on the level that she was. Charlotte's no. the engine. It depended on whether what the WWE do with the likes of stardom. Like, is Julia coming in? What about Camille? The uh, the I fickle fans Camille are also turning on Becky. Julia, this is true. I think is WWE. I think Julia will show up in WWE. I think um, Julia will start NXT, find the feet, and then bang, main roster. Six months. Better question is when they gonna start using Jade because they ain't really used her since Royal. I agree. I think Jade and Bianca will be WrestleMania 41. Don't nah. If they put Jade in the elimination. That's too far out. What is the point putting Jade in the match? If, if, first of all, yeah, yeah. big up Tiffany Stratton. That performance was ridiculous, by the way. Uh, she was, fucking, she was fucking incredible. I've seen her since NXT. She's ridiculous. But... Mm. Don't put like Jade in a match and Jade's gonna lose at WrestleMania. I mean, where's the momentum? Nah, I, I agree. I, I have no issue with her not being in the chamber because she didn't need to be because she wasn't gonna win it. But do something with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jade. Bianca's a good shout for this mania because Bianca's all over the promotional material for Mania, taking up Bailey's spot, which makes no fucking sense. Bianca and Tiffany just but make it to happen. Get to get back on track, AEW needs to present Deanna the same way Impact did. Like this yes. unstoppable force. But they can get away with Tony winning because people can underestimate Tony because she's fucking crazy. But she's mm-hmm. actually... she she She's a surgeon in that ring. So I think 
Diana's going to be sleeping on Tony Storm because of her craziness. And yeah, Tony Tony sneaks to win. Tony sneaks it. I'm, I'll go with Tony. And I think she'll drop the belt to Mercedes. I'll go with Tony. When Mercedes comes in. Should we all put bets on, by the way? Uh, I think I spoke to you about this, Dallas, actually. Okay. When's Mercedes' first tantrum's going to be? <laughs> yeah, Don't okay. get me wrong. I love the woman. I, I stand by her for what she did when she walked out of WWE. I stood by her and Naomi all the way. Well, When's the first tantrum's going to be? We, all, we always get a scrap at All In or All Out. So, And Punk's not there anymore, so it's got to be somebody. Doesn't she have a problem with Kira Hogan, by the way? Or Kiera Hogan has a problem with her. But yeah, there's beef there, yeah, definitely. Kiera Hogan apparently definitely has beef. Well, that means Kiera Hogan's going to be pushed to a side to keep Mercedes. Yeah, that's it. She's demoted to Rampage every week. Well, they better fucking grill it up and eat it or order off the vegan menus because, you know, fucking here she comes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. She's we got two matches left. Um, it is still a freeway because apparently Adam Page wasn't as injured as we thought. Samoa Joe defending against Hangman and Swerve. It's got to be uh, Swerve's time. Uh, We've been there. It's Swerve's house now. Oh, it's got to be Swerve. I mean, the guy is so over right now. You can't derail his momentum. What Swerve is in AEW is like what Trick is in NXT. Don't derail. Swerve. Yeah, but but times four. Yeah. Oh, Swerve is like oh, times yeah. four, times five. It's got it's gotta be Swerve. No I love Joe, got all the respect in the world for him, and he's been a hell of a champion, but you gotta strike while the iron is hot, and there's nobody hot in the Swerve right now in the men's division. Exactly. Nobody. Swerve Strickland. There is nobody hotter. Swerve Strickland is probably probably the hottest thing in pro wrestling right now. Maybe next, maybe yeah. she might be, he might be next to Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley fucking towers the women's division. Well, guess who's right next to you? It's fucking Swerve Strickland. And definitely the most popular heel. Of a dance. Uh, go oh, ahead. Okay. Definitely the most popular heel. Facts. Is that the one you love to hate, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Nah, what? I don't hate Swerve. <laughs> oh, I hate him at all. I loved him in NXT and I love him in AEW. I've been so, loving Swerve for a long time. So when AJ Francis asks who's hotter than Top Dollar, it's <laughs> Swerve. Swerve, Swerve Carrot Row. I don't give a shit what people say. <laughs> no, you're, you're a thousand percent. He absolutely carried him. He absolutely carried him. But uh, funny thing, so Hangman's not injured. He's not mm-hmm. injured at all. He's ta- He has personal issues. So there is a possibility that Hangman's going to go away for a little bit. Uh, yeah. It probably won't be super, super long, just enough to continue that awesome mustache and come back. Um, but yeah, Joe's done perfect. He's done perfect. He's been the perfect uh, uh, replacement for MJF. He's been perfect on the microphone, perfect in the ring. Just, just he's been he's been the perfect replacement. Perfect but, leader. Exactly. Now you're the perfect stepping stone for Swerve Strickland. Swerve Strickland. Now, and I say this by also saying this: Samoa Joe will not be pinned. No, Samoa Joe will not take the pin. It's going to be Hangman that takes the pin. It'll be Swerve pinning Hangman. We'll get a Chris, a Chris Jericho, in my opinion. We'll get Chris Jericho versus Swerve Strickland. Then you build towards Samoa Joe versus Swerve at whatever the next pay-per-view is in May. Then you go to that, and then you continue on down the road. 
You do that. You set up Swerve as your new dominator, your new top dog. I'm not only over because I can dance and I swerve when I drive, but I'm also the best thing going today. I agree. All right. Full house for Swerve. Let's get to the final match. The final match of Sting. Sting and Darby defending the tag team titles. Tornado rules against the Young Bucks. And Flair is going to be in Sting... And Darby's corner too. I'm going with the Bucks. Surprise! Yeah. Rick Flair screw job. Yes. Yep. I'm I'm going to go with the Bucks. Rick Flair's going to hit Sting with a low blow. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. They don't call Rick the dirtiest player in the game for no reason. I I think Sting one would go out on his own terms, but put the Bucks over. I, I I'm going to go with the Bucks. Oh, yeah, Sting is absolutely old school. He'll go out on his back. For sure. He'll probably even take the pin in this one. I wouldn't even be surprised. He'll probably even take the pin. Um, I think what this is going to be is one of those, like, oh, you guys are going to give me one of these cool five-star matches? Well, sweet. Well, if I can give you these tag belts here, we'll do an even trade. So it's going to – I think this match is going to bang better than most people fucking think. Uh, Every time I see Nicholas Jackson, I immediately think of fucking Chelsea, so go fuck themselves. Um, (laughs) But it's – I love this. I, I've been loving the feud. I've been loving their EVP, uh, just fucking douchebaggery. Everything about all of this has been excellent. It's been a great build. AEW has been hitting on almost every cylinder right now, and it's gonna and it shows in this fucking pay per view. Okay, it shows throughout this whole pay per view. So I did have a discussion with the boys at the TSK. If say they decided they wanted to let Sting walk out as AEW champ and just relinquish the titles, I was like, well. That's a way that you could have a multi-tag match and you know get your tag team division up and running again. Ideas going, but again, as I said, with FTR winning and you know the BCC being a big thing or whatever, you want to build towards something big again in your tag division. That's what'll build your tag division. That's what'll regain the momentum. And right now, and unfortunately, because we can't get the Briscoes again, the next best thing that we can have is the Bucks and FTR. So I think that that is the perfect direction to go. You have the super over or super over regaining momentum FTR against the we have to hate you because you're the EVPs kind of looking like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall ish, but way smaller, you know, in the fucking bucks. So when you built towards that, you let them win the you let them win the belts. Um, Sting's probably bleeding. Darby's going to bleed. It's it's going to be fucking fun. Darby's gonna take a fucking mental bump. <laughs> let's, let's yeah, I, yeah, yeah, dude. Well, I, I, mental. With it being tornado tag, does that mean it's no DQ? Yes. Yeah. No DQ. So Flair, Flair can easily cost the the Sting and Darby to match. No the low, the low blow, the low blow, baby. Oh yeah, typical Flair. But do you reckon though? And this is something I was talking about. With one of them, a mate of mine. He's AEW more than WWE. Has this revived the Young Bucks a little bit better than what they were previously last year? Yeah, because well, I mean, people love people love to hate them. Yeah, now we got a reason I to. The young Bucks. Like I love the Bucks, but I think this has revived them so well to them heal. I think it's. I think it's done fantastic. great. I think it's it's been. I don't want to say it like this, but it's like almost as good as their like bullet club run when they were just total fucking douchebags. Yeah. But it's on a different level now. You know what I mean? Oh, and it works yeah. so, so well. They're right they're leaning into reality now. Ah, yeah, it is. All right. So full house for the Bucks. Thank you, Sting. Uh, fuck you, you Flair. 
thanks, thank you, Sting. Um, Flair's, Flair's already on the twitter meter. <laughs> he hadn't even screwed him yet, and we're putting him on the twitter meter. Um, I do kind of wish that Sting would delay his retirement by a year so that we can see him in London, but it is what it is. We've if seen him just before. just delay it three years, fam. That'd be fantastic. How many times? Have we seen Sting twice wrestle? We definitely saw him the first time in Manchester. Was he there the second time? We saw him in a sex person with Hogan and... Rude. Bobby. No, this Angle. Kurt Angle, yeah, that's it. Yeah, they were against Bobby Rude and Joe... And somebody else. I think it was... Kenny can't remember King. who else. Kenny King! The GOAT. Kenny King! Fucking love Kenny King. Yeah, I'm sure we saw Sting a second time. But, yeah. Kind of wish I could see him one more time, but... Oh, one more time. there's a premium live event happening. Oh, great. Austria. No, no. Oh. The house show. Gunther will be there. He will ah, be he's going to retain anyway. By the way, confirmed. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we are almost done with Leap of Faith, and next on the horizon is, of course, Promo Mania 9. Once again, it is a two-night event, and it comes your way April 2nd and 4th, and we already have three matches confirmed. Boy, do we ever. After a challenge from the lawyer last month, he he will be challenging for the television championship. But will it be against Travis, or is it another dragon versus dragon battle? Or is it me versus the dragon? I don't know. We'll figure out when the lawyer figures this whole shit out. But for right now, Trav is still champ. And uh, maybe he gets a shot at the lawyer. Well, no. We'll see how it goes. We'll figure this out. Maybe he might fucking screw me up. Uh, we also have a rematch from last year's Promomania. This time it is for the Knowledge Championship as Teddy P defends the title for the first time against the Phoenix. And it will be three stages of trivia. Love a good rematch. Especially when one's promo and one's trivia. After finally weeks of torment by Anos Masker, Beer has pointed the finger in the direction of Travis Anderson. They will go one-on-one, and if Beer is correct for his suspicions, Masker will have to unmask. So, it goes down, baby. We're about to figure out who's behind it. Yeah, maybe we'll find out a promo in here, but... But, but, Travis, if it is not you, I will issue you a full apology after promo mania if it's not you i will issue you a full apology live on the podcast well uh i got faith in my dragon i don't think it's travis but we'll uh to my word we'll find out either way at promo mania and this is what i want to say just before we go and i'm mascaras you better be on here next week little mushroom i'm pulling your ass out i've been waiting weeks for you to arrive and I am waiting for you, you little mushroom. Except and that brings next week. I'll be here with you. And of course, we will predict WrestleMania 40 and hold the traditional Iron Bank Challenge. Once again, it is April 2nd and 4th. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash promomania9. And before we get there, in two weeks, we will celebrate the ninth anniversary of the Max Wrestling Podcast. Join us on March 14th for all the festivities. Hell yeah. I will try and make an appearance if I can, but if I can't, I will be celebrating uh, the week after Hashtag that. Max, Max March Madness. Madness, baby. March Madness. Max forever, baby. <laughs> all right. Um, Ric Flair is getting some... Uh, 
preemptive points, but let's get some twatometer points with twat points. Expect even less from a bunch of neckbeard stinky twats. Anyone watch the Matt Rowland interview with uh, Ariel Hamwani? No. You've not seen it? He actually got done like so many times for cocaine and WWE just... Oh, um, I read about that. I'm thinking, mate, you had the world at your feet and you were just a tit. Vince McMahon didn't screw Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle screwed Matt Riddle. Exactly. Facts. I love Matt Riddle, but with his drug problems, no. Is he getting twat points? Yeah. Why not? I wouldn't. I loved him in in WWE, loved him in NXT, but would Tony Khan take the risk? No. Yeah. Tony Khan. I mean, I mean, TK likes a bit of blow himself, so. One ratings. Matt Riddle would be great in AEW, but all the. Yeah, everybody, Rob Van Dam is there. (laughs) Matt Riddle would be great in AEW. He'd be great in TNA. Yeah. Uh, it's um, because well, obviously of his history. He he did screw himself over in WWE, but it's not all bad. He is the new uh global champion in New Japan. No. So television. Yeah, it's for that. Is it? Oh, who won the global He's title? TV champ, it's Nick Neiman that's the global champ. Yeah, see, I knew they both changed hands. Um, all right, so who's getting twelve points this week? Twelve points, uh right off the top of the bag, it's going to Dave Meltzer this week. Uncle Dave has oh. absolutely let a lot of people down by saying Tony Storm's uh timeless gimmick has been one of the worst gimmicks, if not the worst gimmick in wrestling this year, which is yeah. fucking baloney. Absolutely fucking baloney. She has been the hottest thing. She has revived herself, if anything, and it brought attention to this women's division and AEW as a whole. So I mean just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's the worst thing ever, dude. I know all your shit is fucking opinionated, but God, good goddamn, you know what I mean? Like that's a, that's a little mind. bit mucho, in Oops. my opinion. Also, there was a big one this week that we haven't mentioned. Ten points, yet. by the way. Ten points. What's the return this week of Sean Spears in NXT? Oh yeah, well I'm sure you mentioned it in your review. It was. It took me by surprise. I initially thought it was three options. I went with either Kazuchika Okada, but then we can count that out because it's AEW all the way. I'll, let, I'll be honest. Yep. I thought it was either Julia, but obviously I heard then that there's not a woman involved, or Bo Dallas. But do you see Bo Dallas coming back as Uncle Howdy in NXT? No, no but, but Sean, I see him doing something gimmicky. Sean yep. Spears took me by surprise. I did not expect it to be Sean Spears, but <clears throat> I'm happy he's back. But there's unconfirmed rumors for what? Good buddy mine told me there's rumor that the Iconics could be on their way back. Wouldn't mm. surprise me. Hud be on their way back. It's not confirmed. All right. I just told me. He's a good buddy of mine. Um, anybody else want to throw some twat points out? Right back. I'll Say throw some. Fire Triple H. No. They're not going to fire Triple H. Ryback needs to stop talking. Shite. How many points for Ryback? How long have you five. got? <laughs> five. Just give him the, just give him the standard five. Let's give him five. Give him five a week. That puts him on fifteen. And AJ's got hundred points. AJ gets three. And AJ's get three. Okay. What? What do you do? Oh, Uncle Dave. The same. Yeah, Dave. Third worst gimmick in twenty twenty three. 
How she carried the AEW division in 2023 when Brett wasn't there, Jamie Hayer wasn't around. Like, how? How many points are you giving Uncle Dave? You want to add to the Uncle Dave points? I gave him already 10, so how many more yeah. do you want to give him? Uncle Dave's lost it, man. Trust me. I'll give him five. So, we'll give him five. He'll get five. I could melt him now. Um, how many points are we giving AJ? Three. Four. Three. What did AJ do? Three, four. Yeah, right. Wait, AJ is in... Styles. Styles. AJ Styles. Yeah. Costing yeah. the title. Okay, fair enough. I'll give it oh. a three. Because I expected it. <laughs> All right, three points for AJ. Yeah, we're just going to give AJ three. He needs some 12 points. All well, right. Um, am I one that hopes that at WrestleMania, it's a five-way ladder match and LA just, Knight wins the belt? Just put the Money in the Bank match back at Mania, where it belongs. Thank you very much. Someone finally can grease. I've been saying this for years. It doesn't need to be a pay-per-view, and it should be at WrestleMania. Thank you. Finally. Bring back something like Vengeance or something like that for fucking before SummerSlam. Thank you. King of the Ring. boy. Yeah. Sign me up. All right, let's put some good points on the board with the yeet or meter do you feel him sir do do um yeah b has already said something that maybe want to give some points out to somebody aj styles uh sean spears sean spears obviously gets a perfect 10 yeah added that <laughs> yeah sean spears Great return on NXT, uh, Tap Ridge Holland during a promo with Bridge, and uh, apologizes to the NXT fans. No idea why, because I know he attacked all three of the Gallus boys. But Sean Spears' return on NXT, shocking, but it was great. And I'm looking forward to see what Shawn Michaels does with them. He's not Ty Dillinger anymore, by the way. He's mm. just known as Sean Spears. He's not Stan either. Thank Christ. <laughs> Thinking the same fucking thing that does. Just kidding. I, I need to see an interaction between Shawn Michaels and Sean Spears. Stan? No, <laughs> didn't it kick you in the face? <laughs> no, that was Stan. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton's getting a good five points. Yeah. Let's give Stratton. points to Tiffany. I agree. Her performance at Elimination Chamber was fucking excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, five points for Tiffy Time. Um, and I also am going to throw out a lot of points for Sting. I'm going to give him a point for every year of his career. It's just yeah. shy of 40, so 39 points goes to Sting. Yeah, love it. I can't love say. it. But I'm going to have to give a little bit of points as well to the fans from Perth. Oh, oh yeah, dude, they fucking wild. Killed Start to finish. How over Tiffany and Naomi were in Australia. And when they were living. Oh, don't forget Liv. They booed. They booed. And fair play to them. I thought they were 100% on the right. Well, in that case, we need to go back to the Twitter meter because I'm going to give a solid 20 points to the live event fans that shit all over Maxine Dupree. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I mean, have they ever tried wrestling like Maxine Dupree? Because Maxine Dupree's only wrestling for how long? Nah, the, the guy in the video sounded like he was still chewing on Cheetos. Yeah, he was a complete Cheeto. 
thinking, Maxine Dupree's only wrestled for around six months. Give the girl time. She, if you can hear her noise, it's fucking lawnmowers outside, by the way. <laughs> and <laughs> Maxine Dupree deserves a little bit of credit. Like Whoever's six- mowing the lawn, you get ten points. Always the worst psycho does it every time. And I think Maxine make a world-class does, podcast, fam. She's done well. Six months in the ring, and not she's... even NXT. No, she she's not the best. She just had a bad match. It she's happens. Not Nia Jax, is she? No, not I. You know what? Nia Jax is. I'm gonna say terrible. She's terrible. never really improved. She's still dangerous. Oh, she hasn't injured anybody in the last few months, but. Oh, yes. I, I think it was completely unwarranted abuse to Maxine Dupree because that's what it was. It wasn't that criticism was... or anything. Like, it was a straight up abuse. It was. I was wrong. Uh, I still don't know where it was. Where was the live event? It was in. Um, let me check. My, let's see what my buddy. Where, where was? Um, where was SmackDown? Because I guess it was the next night. SmackDown Live was in... Was in... Trying to do a world-class fucking podcast. I wasn't trying to fucking do... With Sam fucking Roberts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, doesn't show... I'm looking on Alex's thing. No, I've been looking, looking. I can't find out where they were. Maybe they don't want to name him Shane him. No. You don't but, uh... Name yeah, whoever it was, fuck you guys. Fuck yeah. you guys. Have a Maxine, fuck you. So, thank you for... Also, a lot of respect to all the other girls that have come to defend her. Especially yeah. Mommy. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. I hope we rocked you harder than Travis rocked Chris. Hey. <laughs> we're we're going to leave you with our huge main events. But before we go anywhere, here's what Moses and the TSK have for you PencilNet Geeks this week on Click This. Oh, yeah, a whole lot. So we already dropped two this week. We dropped some shorts. More shorts coming. Eat my shorts, as they say. Um, the kids say. But other than that, I mean, we're... Right, attaboy. Um, we're working on... or not working currently. We will be back uh, with a review of AEW Revolution. So that will be one that hopefully goes up uh, probably Sunday morning, if not first thing Monday morning. But, uh, yeah, other than that, TSK is working hard, looking at new stuff. Check out the new Instagram page on the TSK. I could just I should be in the link somewhere. If not, like no trip. Just look up TSK. We on there. Too sweet click. Other than that, I mean everything else is is doing the thing. Um the footy talk has come to a complete halt, and I've decided it's gonna start next season. Just what it is what it is. I don't want to be one of them guys that does the middle of the season shit. I want to be committed to my team, even though they uh they pissed me off last game. So it is what it is. It's fine. That's how, that's how the prem is, baby. That's how the prem is. So um <laughs> ATT is going to start up in next C next year. Um, there's going to be draft stuff coming from Bolt Rant. That's not going to go away. That has to happen because I'm antsing at it. I'm itching at it, scratching at it. Some more is to come from that and from the TSK. And to find out how all that goes down, you got to follow the socials. Got to be on the socials. Got to be on the Evil X Machine, Twitter Machine, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Max Wrestling UK, Captain Five One Two, and SMR Podnet. Check out the website where you can find all these links and a whole lot more. MaxWrestlingNet.Weebly.com And don't forget to hit the subscribe button Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikToks Everywhere it can be Again, Facebook is the place to be If you can beat the man we call the MVP Travis, he ain't walking Anderson You can be the first man to fucking Man and or woman To win the very first The original Max Wrestling shirt Share as much shit as you can, by the way Yeah. 
And uh, we're on a mission to get Travis a new nickname. He is Travis the Coach Anderson. Right. right. Um, So it is now time for the Kingpin's first match in over two years as he challenges Cypher for the Max World Championship. A lot of personal jabs have been struck, and it all comes down to this. And I've just been informed by the monkeys in the truck that viewer discretion is advised. Um, as you can probably expect from the Kingpins matches, they do tend to get violent for some reason. But with that said, here's your main event. Join us next week as we get within one month of WrestleMania. You've been watching The Cap and Mo and Beer and Cypher. Goodbye. And good night. Bang. It's easy to be the best thing going today when the Kingpin is not in the building. But the moment that the Kingpin shows up, you just got moved all the way to the back of the line. fucking cypher you know i couldn't wait to get to this day i couldn't even sleep last night i was so fucking giddy but before i get into roasting yo blind ass i want to tell you something i heard a story about you i took the time to go to your little state i went to your little city and i spoke to your old kindergarten teacher because i wanted to dig up some dirt on you Corey. and i said to her what can you tell me about Corey cypher don't get me wrong i know he's completely Unmemorable. There's just nothing cool about this kid. But she said, no, I do remember Corey. I remember him in kindergarten. He was such a cool little kid, but you know, he struggled a lot. You know, he struggled with things that were very simple. You know, like saying the alphabet. It was really weird because he, he got like 25 out of 26 letters, but there was one letter he couldn't remember. I'm like, what, what, what letter couldn't remember? And she said, C. Because you can't, because you're blind, bitch. Now I want to understand something. What is it about you that makes you think that you could beat me? What is it about you that makes you think that you can fucking take my fucking crown? Honestly, I know I agreed to do this, but the more and more I think about it, I'm fucking insulted by you, you fucking bitch. This isn't worth my time. In fact, the only reason why I'm happy to do this is because I know how much it hurt you when you lost your sight. I know because I remember you called me when we talked about it and I pretended to care and I pretended to comfort you. But you know what's going to hurt more than losing your sight? Losing the only other thing you have left, that Max World Championship. And it's going to be my pleasure to make sure that it's me, the Kingpin, that I'm the reason why you lost every fucking thing. I'm gonna take everything from you, Corey Cypher. Dad, please don't really tell me back feeling about this. Prince Pin, just relax, okay? You know, as a matter of fact, I understand. You're concerned the last time you saw me do something like this, I know you watched blood come out of my mouth, my fucking tongue got ripped out. But this isn't that, okay? Corey Cypher is not a fucking demon. He's not on that level, he never will be. And you know what else? I love you, man. But I'm still the fucking king. And I make the decisions. 
You can decide some shit when you have the crown. But for now, go back to your fucking bungalow, man. Alright? Don't forget to have faith in your father. Paging Dr. Bitch Bang Costillo. Paging Dr. Emir Bitch Bang Costillo. Oh, oh, there you are. Oh, I'm sorry. Your doctor can't come to the phone right now because his bitch ass is tied up in my house. So it's time for the main event, ladies and gentlemen. Get ready. Because the kingpin gonna learn today. Allow me to introduce you to charisma. So tell me, Kingpin, how's it feel to be tied up in my house? How's it feel to be in the presence of greatness and you can't do shit about it? Well, let me tell you, it sucks, don't it? Because you're sitting there tied up, looking like the bitch you are. I mean, what you think I was going to do, homie? I was going to let you sit there and talk shit about me? Talk about my disability, cuz? Nah. See, this match... Nah, this ain't even a match no more, bro. This is an asshole. And bitch, let me tell you something. You get about four chances. So... Are you ready to admit defeat? Or should we get this party started? Fuck. <coughs> Fuck you. You have the power to defeat me, bitch. You can't beat me. And wrong answer, bitch. Yo, hit that boy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Ooh, damn. Whew. Boy, that, that looked like it hurt. Man, I ain't gonna be the only one with a disability. 
You see how hard you see how hard he hit you? You see how hard that man hit that boy? Damn, bitch, Bane. This is unhamny. I'm the fucking king. Uh Security. Security. It's funny. It's real funny. This is y'all's leader. This is y'all's leader of RWT. He getting his ass whooped by a blind guy. Hey, you remember when you said I wasn't even the gum, I was the dirt? You think you the shit, bitch? You not even the fart. And you getting your ass beat, so you need to tell me what I need to hear, bitch pain. Um, you're not the king. I'm the king. I'm never gonna call you king. I'm never gonna say it. You know what's funny, Amir? When I went to this match thinking, you know, I was doing this out of respect, but now it's personal. Cause see, you attacked my very livelihood and I took your job. And now you sitting there tied up. Can't hit me, can't touch me. The only thing you can do is bleed like the bitch you is. So you need to tell me what I need to hear, Amir. Because right now this is looking more like a squash match. Because hey, let's face it, you've been sitting on your ass for two and a half years. Look like a burnt baked potato. I mean, hey dude, if I was you, I'd be jealous of me too, dawg. You let your career get taken by Stevie Wonder. That's a damn shame, but hey, this is gonna all go away so easily. I just need to hear you say it. Say it, Amir. Say it. No! You're not. You're not. You're not the king. I am the king. I will never call you that. You know what? Hit him again, bro. Hit him hard. After this, cause your face can't take much more, man. Look like you're getting diagnosed with bitch syndrome right now. Just tell me what I want to hear, Amir, and this can all be over. You are not. You are not a fucking fuck you. Fuck you. You're not a king. I am the king. It doesn't matter how hard you fucking hit me. I will never, ever call you king. Ever. I'm never gonna say. You know what, Amir? You spent two and a half years lying in my shadow because you can't beat me, Amir. You got jealous, you got bitter, and now it bit you in your ass. I'm gonna give you one more chance to give me what I want. Give me what I want. Corey's. Corey's. Don't you fucking dare. 
No, you wouldn't. You don't have any fucking conviction. You don't know what it's like to fight for something, to stand for something. It doesn't matter how many times you give me. I'm never, ever gonna call you king. There is only one fucking king. Have it your way. You know what to do. You don't have to listen to him. You don't have to listen to him, man. Come on. Come on. <clears throat> Woo, I think I saw a tooth fly out of his mouth. Woo, we gonna need a dentist. We need a nurse. Can somebody get me a nurse, please? Or somebody run and get Mrs. Castillo. Her husband is getting beat the fuck up. Damn. You know what I want, Amir. Give me the motherfucking crown. Or so help me God. RWT will die. And you will be the first to be put in the obituary of names I already done put in the grave. Give me your damn crown. ass for a swim and make sure he drowned in his sorrows and defeat. No, come on, man. You don't have to do this. I gave him the crown. I gave him the crown. Please, 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 please. You don't have to, please. Let me go. Let me go. Rest in peace, bitch. Came back.